Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What is up, Gypsy gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. This one has been in the making for a long time, but I'm so glad that it happened when it did. That's the way that these things always go down. There's a lot of people that are kind of flitting about uh, on the fringes, on the borderline of actually coming, sitting down and doing the show, um, but they always happen at the exact right time I reckon Uh, and this podcast with Mitch Robinson happened at the exact right time Uh, last week we went out and we tested uh, the full range of 2022 Huskies for the guys at bike sales Uh, and Mitch Robbo he was a shredder back in the day he's keen to get back in the saddle Uh, of course I sold him on a 350 he said basically you need to get on this bike mate this is the one you got to be on so we got him some gear, uh, got out there, um, he was shredding around with the boys, and then uh, got him in to do the podcast. So I'm super excited for this one. I won't talk too much. Uh, we'll get into the ads. Some of the ads have got something to do with Robbo, so you know, a bit more of the story will get told. Um, first of all, new sponsor, uh, the guys at TrainAid. So TrainAid.com, T-R-A-I-N-A-D-E.com. Uh TrainAid is Geordie Sullivan's uh, company. Uh, When he came on the podcast, we talked a lot about hydration. If you listen to every episode of the podcast, you've heard me talk about um, some of the problems I have with hydration, just mainly just drinking enough water and then the kidney problems and the training and the sweat. And I ended up really cooking my noodle uh, a lot. So uh, Geordie being a guy that is responsible for the weight cutting of UFC champions, uh, needed a product that would hydrate his athletes as quick uh, and as safe as possible um, so he worked with a bunch of different people just experts from around the world to formulate train aid uh, and it's really good uh, so before before we I guess like made a partnership deal to do some ads I've actually gone through one and a half tubs um, and basically my program is I've got a 1.5 liter water bottle I put two scoops in in the morning uh, then I'll drink my 1.5 liters when I get home I'll mix up another two scoops in another 1.5 liters so I'm I'm taking on three liters uh, of that a day so um, it's just, I just struggle drinking water. I just don't like water for whatever reason. I struggle to drink a lot of it. Uh, as soon as I add something kind of nice into it, um, it makes it a lot easier. So that's been my program. It's been unbelievable. I can really, really notice the difference a from the product itself, but B just because I'm taking on 
so much more water. So um, it was really popular when we posted this on our YouTube. Uh, a lot of people asked for, for a link and a code. Um, so we've got a code. It is gypsy15 and again, trainaid.com. So yeah, great product. I'm really stoked the guys wanted to um, come on board officially as a sponsor. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at Boost Mobile. And right now we're talking about their boosted summer prize pack that you can win by heading over to boost.com.au. Uh, prizes, that a Trek Fuel 8, uh, which is a dope Trek trail bike, um, an Oakley pack to go along with that, a Sharp Eye surfboard, a Dot electric skateboard, a Boost refurbished iPhone 11, and a year's worth of data. They've also got a bunch of runner-up prizes as well. If you've ever wanted to make the switch to Boost, this is now uh, the perfect time. You don't even have to switch to enter. Um, just head to the website. A really great prize pack. The only bad thing about it is that none of us can win it, and I'd like pretty much all of those things. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at MX Store, mxstore.com.au. Uh, order before 2 p.m., you'll get same-day shipping. Uh, MX Store as well as Alpine Stars, come in clutch for this shoot. You'll see it in the video. We'll drop some photos. Uh, but the guys at Alpine Stars fully hooked Mitch Robbo up uh, so that he could get back out on the trail. He got a set of Tech 7s. He got some Alpine Stars gear as well uh, as the SM5 helmet, I believe it is. Um, and we got him some body armor as well. So got him kitted and fitted. Um, and that's one of the most amazing things about the guys at MX Store. Uh, if you're lucky enough to live in Burley, uh, like we do, their showroom is here. They have crazy amounts of stock. Um, so you can always get what you need a last minute ride, which is the case of what went down the other day with us. So mxstore.com.au. Uh, we're also brought to you by Fist Handwear. Look for a Mitch Robbo Fist collab. Uh, shout out to Sammy. Sammy's actually, uh, I guess, the catalyst for this podcast, as he is for many. Um, and if you want to get a set of fist gloves, you can head to fisthandwear.com. Uh, you can use the code GYPSYGANG. It's going to get you 15% off. That code's going to work at dixonquality.com. Uh, .au as well as drytimes.com as well. So uh, finally brought to you by the guys at Cricks Tweed. As always, I love rolling around in the Triton. Uh, getting close to giving that thing back. Might have to uh, do a, a long-term review of that at some point, but I absolutely love that car. I absolutely love dealing with the guys at Cricks. And if you are in the market for a new or used vehicle, call Kyle from Cricks, Cricks Tweed uh, and he'll get you sorted. He has hooked up several members of the gypsy gang and it will hook you up as well thanks so much love this podcast with mitch robo dude's a lord uh won't be his last time on the show thanks very much oh also go buy our merch if you can gypsytales.com uh subscribe on all the platforms shoot me a message on insta and uh yeah love you all I'm at a gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> we rolling, Rhodes? Oh, finally. Mate. My 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 mate, Robbo, <laughs> is in studio. You're, a, you're actually a very requested guest for a motocross podcast. Yeah. You're probably the world's most requested AFL player. On this show, for sure. I think it's because I'm always in your DMs and people are like, you might have mentioned me a couple of times. So like, oh, fuck, it might be pretty cool to get him on. But yeah, mate, there's, I, there's there's actually, I've only, stuff I've only ever watched like one motocross podcast in my life and this is obviously the one. So, grew up loving motocross, and then I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then I saw Sammy like hanging out with you. I was like, no, nah, and then I got into that, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Nah, Your whole journey, man. 
Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been pretty cool. I don't but, want to come in and give you a boner or anything, but I'm just like <laughs> I'm fanboying right now. But but I I like it's the same for you too because yeah. like you're the like the athlete that is just fully embracing the media thing, mm. and I just to me I just see the value that you give fans and then the value that you give in the team and the yeah. league and it's i just i look at what you're doing like every athlete i mean not every athlete can do it but it's like if you're the kind of guy that's got a personality like you and is like mm. down to share it and show it and put in the effort because i know that you put in a lot of effort to yeah, it yeah. as well and then there's like the battles of you know you play a shit game of footy and then everyone's <laughs> like well you should be fucking yeah, why are you, why are you training at night time at nine o'clock i'm like i'm playing a video game like why are you training like, what the fuck do you want me to do at nine o'clock like i can get some sleep maybe but i don't sleep anyway but in saying that like it's you kind of got to get the runs on the board you can't just be yeah like faking as well because people see straight through that if like you're just trying to be this person who's like up and about and a bit crazy like as i am but i've obviously copped a lot of shit over my time as well for it but like i think like later later you're on in my career people start like recognizing like oh yeah he's you know he's in the system for 13 14 years now you can kind of you know do his thing like outside of afl where you just can't be like some guys coming in for like two or three years and mm. not really getting a game here and there or you're a shit player and you're just trying to do stuff outside of footy because the best thing I've found with my football was I, had, I needed something outside of AFL to, to keep like, you in it to keep me in it yeah. and keep me sane because the worst thing for players can be or any athlete is just to like live and breathe what you do like 24-7 you just lose your mind over that and that's why I probably like went um, off off the, the good path and stuff with that because I was just thinking footy, footy, footy had a bad game stress out all week mm. uh, there's 44 players on a team only 22 can play so you're always worrying about like selection and stuff and it's just like the stress is for like a, a pro athlete it's just crazy and I think that, that filters through any sport there is not just any profession as well like if you're not doing good say if you're not doing good at your podcast yeah. and I was going down you're like fuck what am I doing wrong Yeah, thinking about that too much like you're just kind of going to let it flow and find something else you're passionate about so that's what that's what I found with like my social media or the Rob vlogs I'm doing or the gaming or yeah. um, the management stuff I want to do after footy so it goes, for, it goes on and on yeah and yeah you are right like there's a certain level of establishment that you've yeah. got to have to be able to pull it off but yeah. it's just I, I, yeah so in the same way that you've like watched the you know what we've been doing for a couple of years it's go, it goes kind of both ways because yeah, yeah. yeah the, I just think it's awesome what you build and then this year you won like the social award <laughs> right so it's like I don't know what kind of award that actually is but like the fans voted for it so I'll cop that yeah yeah it's, but, not, gonna, it's not gonna go on my resume but it's a little pat on the back yeah but it, it shows you know people appreciate yeah. what you've been doing yeah. and it is it is a lot of work yeah. but it was funny I was thinking um, so yeah shout out to Sammy that's how yeah, our that's, relationship that's started um, but you guys grew up together and then your original foray into media was was dial triple zero. <laughs> no, just triple zero. Was it triple zero? Yeah, pretty much like um, what that was. My OG bit, Jackass. Yeah, oh man, it's, it was Jackass when like Jackass was first starting. So my big brother Lee, shout to Lee if you watch this. Um, he's like Sammy's age, so they all went to school together and kind of like understood, like knew each other through Lord our primary school, and we lived in the same suburb. Um, so we kind of seen him in the traps. So we used to ride motorbikes and. Obviously, him and Luke used to ride as well, but they obviously went the more professional route, like trying yeah. to like going to like Racing. meets and shit on the yeah. weekends, where we were just like jumping off roofs into bushes or doing some stupid shit on the weekends. Like, so we kind of like didn't hang out that time, but like during the week we used to ride a bit. But yeah, Triple Zero was something that I I wanted to be a stuntman growing up. Like that was my thing. Like I I still kind of want to do that stuff. Like it makes no sense, but I just love um, a little bit of um, what's the what's the word? like the 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 fear factor of doing something but like also the adrenaline doing it at the same time like yeah. i just thrive on that so 
it kind of like correlates with my footy the way I play footy as well. Like I yeah, just do reckless. Yeah, just do that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's how I know Sammy and um, he, he's a he's a legend. It was good catching up with you guys the other day. Yeah, that was good. So the uh, it's weird though our because we're the same age, right? I think you're thirty two. Oh, I'm thirty three. But yeah, so yeah, we're you're way we're, older than me. Yeah, way older. <laughs> way older than me. <laughs> fuck. Don't I'm fucking done. put me in that category. That's <laughs> next year. I'm thirty three. Like oh, shit. Uh, but like our age, we were so because I think about this all the time, like. I'm just driven to make content yeah, for yeah. whatever reason. And, and I've only been doing this podcast a few years or four years, but the, before that, it's like, I was 18, bought a video camera yeah. and started making dirt bike movies. Yeah. And then I went to America and like did the whole thing and like yeah. ended up doing big shit with the film thing. Yeah. I just never really got why. Like we didn't really have a camera as a kid, but nah. I think that our generation was so influenced by like jackass for me it was crusty demons yeah, same, like bro. my uncle glenn yeah. uh made the these mountain bike films called mud cows oh. so it was just like this uh all i think too coming from a remote place like i come from cairns you come from yeah, tassie yeah there's just kind of fuck all around <laughs> not much so to it's do, like eh? we just watch this shit yeah, on, yeah. on you know vhs tapes and, yeah. and i don't know why but it just made me want to make content yeah and then here i am fucking 33 like you're nearly a decade younger than me at 32 <laughs> <laughs> but it's like our generation it feels yeah. like and you know that kind of correlates with the social media wave and youtube and stuff like yeah. that but it's just i don't know i feel like it's something to do with our generation i think so and saying that like i was I wanted to be a professional skateboarder too. So, like, when I was growing up, I was skateboarding and filming all that shit. Like, I wasn't the best, but I always tried to yeah, do the hardest stuff. It, like, I'd, yeah. like, like, eight stairs, ten stairs. Like, I wasn't landing it, but I was just like, the, I'll be the first guy out of the good skaters to go for it. And yeah. then, obviously, they're like, oh, if he's going to try, then they would, they would land it and do some cool shit. I'd be like, I'll just up. eat shit, roll my ankle, and then be like, yeah, he's crazy. Like, leather jacket, tight jeans type stuff. I was <laughs> a punk type wannabe. Um, but yeah, saying that's why, like, I used to love editing, like, videos and, um, yeah. and filming, like, skate tricks and how I could go about that. Like I used to love 411 um, skate videos and as you say, Crusty Demons, like Seth Enzo was my favorite, one of my favorite riders because he just used to send everything yeah, and yeah. crack his skull open on the handlebars, like that stuff. And then when I saw you interview Brian Deegan, I was like a schoolboy. I, I was like, took me back, man. Like yeah. that was so cool seeing him. And he seems so humble in the way he goes about his life. He's got kids who follow in his footsteps and like the whole, his whole story. I was like, that whole crew, like they shaped everything, like, everything for us. Yeah. Everything. So like even like just the seeing what they used to send like up the sand dunes and like all oh, those guys just doing that stuff like yeah shit. oh man so like seeing that I was like if these guys aren't like they probably weren't professionals at doing that they used to probably just ride motocross and then just get into like doing something different like yeah. freestyle and like sending off dunes or whatever it is but I I thought like if I didn't play footy I'd always do just have something to do like I wouldn't be just like some yeah, know, bum on the street pretty, or yeah, yeah I, I couldn't do that because I worked with my dad as a, he's a Sparky he's been doing it for like know, since he's eighteen. So he's like, he's bugger now. Just like his whole yeah, body's just yeah. shot and stuff. Like he's, he's, he struggles. He still works. Like he just, he's one of those old school guys who just can't not work. My dad's the exact same. He keeps telling me, I'll retire, I'll come to more games and stuff like that. I've only got like one or two years left. You want to start? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> eating eat your words, man. Come up and come up here for a bit. Like, where are they, is he still in Tassie? Yeah, yeah, he's still in Tassie. So I'm, I'm a baby of five. We've got um, two sisters still down there. Uh, and my two brothers followed me to Melbourne. But that's, that's pretty much um, where I think I get that ethic, work ethic from is the old man. He just, yeah. just follow what he does. 
Yeah, and so where are you placed in the siblings? I'm the baby of five. Oh, you're the youngest one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was an uncle in prep. So uh, my sister's had like, she had four four kids, um, like real, like when I was, because she's like 18 years older than me. So I was, oh, I was wow. a full-blown mistake. Like mum would tell me like, yeah, you were a mistake. Yeah, like, if there's an 18-year age gap, it's probably... Mate, it's huge. So yeah. Lee, my next brother, he's like four years older, so he's kind of close. The next one's six and the next one's like 12 and 18 or whatever it is. So it's, yeah. it's a massive gap. And your old boy still works. Yeah, he still works. He's like 60-something. I don't even know what he is. They don't tell us their age, but he's like 60-something. Yeah, that's like my old boy. He works in a fucking brick factory still. <laughs> and it's How like, are you getting up in the morning for that? I'm just like, man. He's got like no knees. <laughs> literally at like every just six dust months. dust in his kneecaps. Yeah, he's getting stem cells and just pumping him. I'm just like, can't just quit. Like, we're fucking <laughs> you done here, You can do it, man. Like, like, your severe animation must be through the fucking roof. Oh, yeah, we're done here. Yeah. Like, you can't be in a brick factory nah, in nah. Queensland it, It's, oh, in the summer. Like, I was doing the sparky stuff for like six months. This is before I got drafted. So I was like, you know, footy, I don't really care about footy. It's a bit poxy. Like, like the, people that, the people that I was playing with, like, I was better than all of them, but I was like, I didn't want to play footy. So I worked with him for six months and I was just like, fuck that. Like, that was hard six months work, like harder than preseason training or whatever. In the roofs, under the houses, I was like eating dirt and cobwebs all day. I was like, nah, I can't do it. Sorry, mate. I would go try and play footy. Yeah. So then like dropped out of school, well, kind of got kicked out of home for like a few months, went to Adelaide. And that's how I got like, started playing professional footy because in that's Adelaide that's got weird yeah because that in Adelaide like their footy standards are like I was, you had to wear suits to the game and shit I was a 17 year old I was like what am I what is this I just like miss all the trainings and just be like a little run of my kid but it was just like the level was way better than Tassie so yeah. that got me noticed so did you grow up liking footy no so, so it wasn't it was not like no. a passion it was it's, the most contact sport I could play rugby wasn't a thing like none of my mates played rugby so yeah, it was like basketball right. cricket um touch footy type thing and like AFL like I was always really good at AFL but like I just didn't care yeah so like me and my best mate we used to play all the time it'd be like him and me were the best in the team but he was like fit as fuck would be able to like run all serious. day and took it real serious and I was like I'd just rock up after skating all morning and just go go play footy and have fun like three games in a couple of days and that's it there's a bunch of people like uh, like Kalen Ponga. Yeah. He, he was like... He could do everything, that bloke. Well, yeah, he was like, I love playing golf, but it was just too hot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so like... We he was in our academy. He was in our academy, like the AFL academy. Really? And he, uh, like, I don't want to like say this is a true story, but his dad was like, oh, he would make more money playing rugby. And that's what happened. He started playing rugby. Yeah. Well, or league, whatever you call it. Turns out. Turns out he's a, he's a gun. <laughs> he could have he been an awesome AFL player too, but... But it's funny, so like he, he was same deal you know like he's just like yeah i wasn't like super into it but mm. i was he really liked golf but he's like man it was just so fucking hot like i just got yeah. so sick of like just being out there on, walking man. and like that'd be the best job like i don't dude, know i don't know golfers very well like but i, go- I, I play every now and the then best job. that'd have to be the best job it'd be repetitive like we don't see the training they do like hitting like 100 shots from the same spot on like chipping onto the green like that'd be That's pretty boring yeah, but how boring would that be? Put it in the airpods. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Listen to Rip Thrill, Gypsy Tales podcast. Like, what else are you doing to it there? But I just think like some of those things, like training-wise, like even this morning, we had running this morning and it was um, like I had massive anxiety last night about running. I wake up at 6.30 this morning. I sat in my bed till like 7. I was like, nah, just make an excuse. Like, you don't have to, don't have to go. Yeah, like, it's go. my off-season. Like, the program's there to, to do. Like, you don't have to do it. Like, they can't force us to. But got to 7, I was like, nah, if I don't do it today, I'll get Gary Guilty's. And I know I won't do it in the Arvo because I'm coming here and then i got to go back. It's probably going to be hot. And I was like, just sitting there for half an hour, just going through my head. And then like 7.15, had to be there at 7.30 with the boys. 7.15, I was like, fuck, no, I'm getting up. I don't care. I'll just, go, I'll just get there and get it done. And then it's like, that's the thing. Like in these trainings, like a lot of blokes just don't get it done because they say, like, nah, do it, like, do it in the yeah, Arvo. Yeah. Run by themselves. So they won't even do it. They're like, oh, nah, tomorrow morning. I'll do it tomorrow morning. And then like it'd be Friday and with the boys, we're having drinks. And you're like, oh, fuck, nah, I'll just do it next week. Yeah, no. Nah, you just fall in that loop, man. So that's what, like, I think 
the the mindset for anything you want to do like that's humongous yeah because like i could have sat in bed this morning and be like nah fuck it but somehow i got out yeah yeah and i guess once you fucking once i there got done i felt that good i like yeah. went had brekkie with the boys and now i'm down here in the goldie like i'm not stressing about shit yeah the um the it's funny that so many guys that end up being so good at like you're obviously so good at footy like it's been a 13 year career yeah, but it's like and then you look at Caelan Ponga one of the best dudes and I mean not to put words in his mouth saying he doesn't love <laughs> footy but it's <laughs> yeah. like that wasn't the thing that yeah, yeah. it was like didn't want to grow up being an NRL superstar you yeah. didn't want to grow up being an AFL star it's like some of the best players mm. in these team sports come from like a lot of them come from yeah. backgrounds where like they just weren't that amped on it you know no 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 but that's where like with some blokes um, that are born with talent and they're like the best players just purely yeah. because of that and they can work hard and just get it done because they're silky smooth or they've got some rare talent like I'm not a good player like I'll say that straight away I'm not a good player like I've got like things I do better than others like I work hard and um, like I'm tough on the field and all that kind of stuff and we'll hit bodies and be an enforcer and help people out and stuff but like it's literally it's work ethic like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I am if I was lazy no way because there's where, so many players better than me. And that come from your old boy, right? Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, he used to push me all the time. Like, he didn't push me. Like, he would just always get me there. Yeah. Like, no matter what, else, he'd always get me to training or get me out of bed and do something. Like, if I had a, a weekend with the boys, he'd always get me up and do something. Like, it's just something that he would just do. So, probably, like, a mentality is getting it done. Yeah. And yeah. If, you, if you're going to do it, just do it like hard luck. Like, yeah. don't pussyfart around with it. Just get it done yeah. and do it well. Yeah. So that's that, my thing. Like, yeah, that's something that, yeah, I definitely. I just think like if I'm gonna do it, I just have to do it as like good as yeah. possible. All in Otherwise, nothing, it's yeah. just like what's the fucking know, point of doing it? And then the other thing I always think about is like, well, the clock's ticking. Yeah, like it's like if I'm going to the gym. Yeah, and that, like that's one thing I'm trying to get into at the moment. Yeah. For is, what type of purpose? Uh, what are we talking? Are we shredding or are we getting a bit of K, K, KGs on? Are oh, you want to bulk up? Nah. Where uh, are you at now? Uh, seventy four. That's pretty light. Yeah, I'm real. You're taller than me. I got no legs. Don't know. I got zero. Who does legs? I got zero. If you don't have to, if you don't have to, who does legs? It's all core and upper body. Nah, I just got just for jujitsu. Like I'd like to get a bit stronger. Yeah. For also, I I'm like a big habits person. Yeah. Like I try and like make good habits. Yeah. And there, so I've you know, there's like little things that I've done over the last you know 10 15 years it builds into habit. Like Mm. I read every single day without fail. Yeah. Just not a not an option not to do it. If I can't do it for, you know, if I got an early podcast or I don't trip on it. Are you reading it, books to, to learn? Is it like stuff that you want to learn or is it just like like people's autobiographies? And I like, just love books in general. Yeah, nice. Like, so I'll read, like I just finished like a science book and now I'm reading like a, a random business book and then I've got yeah, like... You switched on. Gucci Mane's biography that I read. Like, <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> apparently... <laughs> That's you go from science to Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane. <laughs> dude, apparently it's really good. Like His Lee story. Yeah. You know yeah. Jane Cordwell? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So she recommended it to me. And Big JC. Bu- yeah, yeah, a bunch of people. Aren't they killing it? Her yeah. and um, Quincy. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, how you going? But uh, yeah, so that's like a habit that I like. It's taken years, but it's just something that it's just such yeah, like a yeah. part of me, you know. Yeah. And and I know people that are like that with the gym. Yeah. Where it's just like every day they get up, they do their gym, and it's just non-negotiable. They don't. Because, like, for me, I go to the gym, like, fuck, what am I even going to do? Yeah, like, I'm yeah. a kook, like, <laughs> fucking shoulder hurt. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So, like, I'm at that you level. you got to get a program, man. It's the first thing you got to get a program. Yeah, like, okay. don't go balls out. Like, don't be like, okay, I want to get, boom, like, straight That's away. That's what I won't do, yeah. Don't do that. Because then you just be like, well, I'm not, you won't be seeing, like, much going on. Like, it's, 
literally like abs are in the kitchen and strengths in the gym like you just mm. like you eat well um and then you go to the gym and do strength like just work on a couple of things don't be like i gotta smack this smack that get my legs bigger because that's what they're missing but just <laughs> literally just go there like people go to the gym and what i like going to the gym for is like the way you start your day like you just yeah. feel like okay now i'm good my back's always sore but when i go to the gym and like loosen it up like the pain's gone and then i can start like my day fresh yeah so literally before training stuff we get to we get to training we got to do like prehab um knee stability stuff just so Pro, like what's prehab like stuff? prehab like prehab training like rehabilitation yeah. rehabilitation training yeah just like if you've got any niggles and stuff like yeah if your shoulder sore your back's always stiff you're having back spasms which i do a lot yeah uh, get up early and then go in there and do stuff like that like physio treatment or just a rub or just to do some like core exercises for it so yeah. we do that so we at trainings like pre-season's coming up december 5th and it's disgusting yeah, you, so you just go full boot camp. Oh, mode. it's disgusting, man. It's like the SAS show, but like real life. <laughs> like actually that. But we like, we train so early in the morning because it gets hot as fuck up in, in Brizzy and it would oh. down here too. Like, and if it rains the night before, like you can't breathe out of the ground in humidity, the yeah. heat just slaps you in the face and you're yeah. like, your shirt's heavy, carrying a couple of kilos on it's like there. you're breathing yogurt. Mate, it's... <laughs> 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 exactly man exactly um so like we yeah we, we train at like 7 30 in the morning so we've got to get there like early as hell get it all done usually home by in the arvo but when you when you're waking up and trying to get there for that like it's 5 30 it's sunny as it's getting hot already like man it's gonna be a big day but it's good you're getting paid to be fit and i'm um, getting good shape so you can't complain well yeah that's kind of my mentality like exactly what you said about your old boy how yeah. he's just like 60 and fucked and my dad's 50 <laughs> and fucked and it's just like i look at that and I'm, i don't want to be that guy nah and, and i, I feel probably like, will be though like nah i i just think because you've got into that routine like you've got yeah. into that habit you get so used to in the same way i'm so used to just reading every single day yeah, okay. like it's just not your something, mind's gonna be good for a long time yeah and no dementia for you yeah well hopefully not yeah. but fuck heaps of head knocks so yeah, true, true. <laughs> like, I'm a bit scared about that CTE stuff like post footy for real yeah I think well fuck I think it's scary will. man hey let's just hope technology <laughs> stem cells all that shit let's go <laughs> read those science <laughs> books yeah. man yeah. it could be you yeah <laughs> but you know like with the with the gym I want to be yeah okay. like, I just want to build you know like that kind of yeah 100% but fuck it's just hard at the start eh? it's all mind just, games man it's just mental just don't know what the fuck you're doing you it's just like mental like just get a get an easy program I know I don't know what gym you're going to but like you don't need a trainer shout out Elevate Fitness <laughs> here we go shout out shout if they got any good people there can take him through a couple of sessions yeah. and just show them the bare minimum a few basic things like just give bench press and shoulder press and those stuff like yeah, few sit beach muscle shit exactly well, you can stand in the mirror at the end of the day and you're like oh, fuck it yeah yeah just get that, order that uh, Jack 3D <laughs> off like fucking Silk Road or something did you ever have any of that no, old no, school no, shit no, have no, you heard no, of that no, fuck no. some dude you remember when we talked about that the other day that uh, pre-workout we used to have we, we, ours is like very very strict yeah. Dude, this guy DM me and he sent me like the the ingredient. There was like so when we were in uh when I was in America we had this fucking house and we converted like it was like two car garage and then a single car garage yeah. on the other side of the house. So we called it the room of doom and we built like a boxing like a boxing rack and like then we a, had like dojo. A, oh fucking full deadlifts mirrors everywhere. It's like a like, sauna in there too. Bro, it was so hot, like California summer. Oh, we'd fuck. we'd keep the we'd the doors keep down. the doors down, no fan, like yeah. foot like breathing like yogurt. Sweating just sweating savage yeah, shit. Yeah. And we used just to sliding around the mat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to get this shit, it was called Jacked. Jack oh, just Google it, Jack three D. This stuff, bro, was hundred percent won't be approved by Sada. No, so <laughs> so it it like kept getting recalled so yeah that stuff oh what because like side effects down the track oh man it just had like and fucking the first thing it said was, yeah, first thing it said was yeah. jacked band yeah yeah old formula so yeah there's some like crazy shit in this you used to take this stuff 
university study. There this you looks go. sketchy. I'm like, oh, oh, bro. So, yeah, we used to take this shit, like 24-year-old, just fucking dick just and like, get rocked. Yeah! yeah! It's fucking box! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and then, just, like, mad calm downs, like, boy. Do you get come downs of that stuff? Uh, fuck, I don't even remember. I think your mind yeah, goes probably blank why, for like why. two days. <laughs> you wake up the next day like, fuck, I'm pretty strong though. Yeah, but yeah. No, nah, man, we're under some, like we're under some full-blown strict guidelines. Like we can't even have a um, protein ball from a cafe. Fuck. Mate, if, yeah, you can't. Really? If you get any little thing in substance in your body, like literally, if you get tested, a starter, we'll just go bang, two, three years done. Have you guys Don't been give popped? a fuck. Um, there's been like things where blokes have done like illicit substance and yeah. like say a pinger and has had um some anabolic steroids or something in there and they <laughs> yeah. got two years bro fuck couple Collingwood boys yeah it's full on so like even like like those little party drugs it is, you can't trust any of that stuff so yeah, we, 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 we get talks every year and some blokes still fuck up which is kids you know like they just come into the system but how was was it an AFL player that got a young fella that got done here like, was that? Oh yeah, he no, he's NRL. He's NRL. Is he NRL? Yeah, he got he got pulled up, and then he had it in his pocket when he went to the um the, the lockup. Yeah, there was heaps of boys that were around. Well, there was a lot of boys that were around town uh, then, and uh, well, who saw him that night? Or? Yeah, who saw him? Oh, and shit. then he was like, oh, oh, like just going crazy. Go yeah, but yeah. he's just like, yeah, he was carrying on, and then apparently he was like, what? Like the bouncers just like knew who he was. And he yeah, was like, yeah, mate, just like, fuck off, you know. Gonna like, be a scene yeah. to keep going. And then he caused the scene, and then he's got a fucking bag of rack in his no, pocket. No, the like, thing, well, I think the cops said move on. He's like, they did. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, nah, nah, not about that life. I got a, I got a mafia friend in in LA. Let's go. And uh, what, oh, what yeah. kind of like, what uh, kind of background are we talking? Full Italian. Oh like, shit! Like proper proper. Oh, okay, like yeah, Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, real, real. And uh, he gave he gave me this best piece of advice ever mm-hmm. if you're gonna do one thing illegal don't do two <laughs> obviously <laughs> it's like the most simple, that is the most simple but it's like effective stuff you've ever heard of got drugs in your pocket yeah don't start don't a start it just don't no, break it maybe he's forgotten like i don't want to i don't if i don't want this gets in the paper or anything but like maybe he just didn't know he had it in there yeah like no, after maybe. after having a good night maybe it wasn't his pants maybe it was someone else's wallet yeah 100 percent. that's Who probably knows? that's more than likely that's more than likely like, i'll hold your wallet for you man you go talk yeah, 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 yeah. Can I borrow your wallet to go for a piss? <laughs> He's like, yeah. oh, hold on, do it for you. Shit. Yeah. Oh, you'd be fucking off it, no, but wouldn't be, you? Yeah, you'd be flat. Especially. Yeah, it's a big thing because he's like an up and coming superstar. Like, and players who get caught with this stuff. The thing with AFL now, you get you get a couple of strikes, so you don't, yeah. you're not made public if you get caught, unless you do something like with the police, they catch you. Well, unless it you get gets te- made yeah, public, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, so you get a couple of strikes, which is like, I don't think that should be the way they should do it. It should be just like one strike and. Yeah, they let you know because it would stop a lot of people. That's for sure in the AFL. And I don't, I don't know the number. I don't know the numbers of who's actually like consuming like illicit drugs and stuff. But you'd have to think like with the the general population, like it's fucking through the roof. So, I so, say it's like- oh man, it's crazy. So obviously we got a lot more to live for, like live for and play for. Like not yeah. live for, but like we got more. On well, the there's line. more on the. You're line, not going to get in yeah. trouble if you're doing trade work and you get caught. Yeah, you'd be like, okay, sweet. Yeah, it, Monday, it goes to show the pool, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and I mean, fuck, way bigger issue than what we could talk yeah, about. We're about to here. Go to- <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it showed. But, and then, you know, even a lot lately, there's been like a lot of influencers. Like, who was the influencer oh, chick? That, 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 um, Jimmy Bartel. Not Jimmy Bartel. Yeah, uh, Nadia Bartel. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, she and got like, roasted. That's, and that, yeah. it's like, bro, go to a the lot fucking of stones. Pav. I know, a lot of stones in, yeah. in glass houses. Yeah, go to the pav. Bro. Every fucking chick. Every fu- it Everyone. just it is what it is, and like yeah, that's that's, just, that's social media. We can go on all day about social media, man. That's just what it is. Yeah, like, but there's so many positives. Social media. Yeah, true. I'm not gonna slap that around. Like, yeah, it's got me a lot of cash in the bank. So 
Yeah. I'm not going to cry about it. When when did you start to uh, see the like the vision for that shit? Probably like, like last couple of years. Yeah. Like since I started on the podcast and getting such good like feedback from that, I'm like, fuck, like, like I can actually have an opinion people actually care about it. Well, not care, but like, oh, that's fair enough. Like that's what I was saying. Like in my early days of my career, I was like a little bit of a run of my kid and was like, oh, you can't even um, put two words together. And then I started talking on podcasts and stuff and showing who I really mm. was. Like, they're like, oh, he actually knows what he's talking about and actually has a good opinion or he actually has some insight to shit that they don't know like the papers and journals only know so much mm. they can always have their sources or inside knowledge or whatever it is but for the players on the inside in the four walls like we know what's going on and we know what it's like so these things I'm doing on YouTube um, with the Rob Vlogs I call it I don't know why I call it but it sounds alright well your name's Rob and Rob it's a vlog, and it's a vlog so yeah. Rob Vlogs I think someone on my stream mentioned it and so shout out who that was like they, they, when I started doing those they took off like I didn't think I'd be getting like 60 plus thousand 70,000 yeah. views on that I was looking before That's yeah so I was doing numbers. well um, and it's just like all the comments that I actually get like really excited about it's like oh I didn't know that's what they train like didn't know that's how they eat or do the diet I didn't know like they actually have fun outside of footy that like we had beer pong and stuff and well, you know the big name players were there and we're like we actually have enjoying each other's company and having fun yeah. like outside of footy not like at a pub getting pissed and punching on with people like which that's, is what like that's what everyone would, perceives yeah. like yeah. athletes and that so it's trying i'm trying to buck that trend and show them like you know this is what we do like we obviously love our job but it's also a job at the same time yeah so that's what that's social media that stuff that's when i started figuring out like mid this year i was like a lot of loopholes have to go through like the club has to tick off on every episode and oh, really? just so they know like we're not yeah. like leaking any info like or their yeah. ip or something about training that we shouldn't be doing or like you know just giving the club a bad image because like obviously they're our employer so we can't be yeah fucking around all the time but it gets ticked off by them and you know just my manager and stuff always look at it first and it just keep me so i'm not i don't you know, get myself in hot water as well if i put something up silly yeah, yeah. So when I finish footy, that's when you see some re- real stuff. Yeah, fuck, yeah. man. I literally get that from every, like, all the big name writers that yeah. come on here. They're just like, I can't wait to do it when I retire. Yeah, man, that's what I mean. Like, it can be, like, the thing is, the media is like, oh, we can't wait for some people to, like, give us non-generic answers, like, oh, one week at a time, or we think that Oppo's a great team. Full credit to the boys. Full credit to the boys, you know, <laughs> we, you know we, we deserved it, you know, they've been so good. All It's just like, when I, last year, when I, I, I on my stream, I was like, I gave an honest opinion about a bloke who's like in the AFL and the backlash I got from the media, I was like, I was getting publicly hanged, bro. I was like, what do you want from us? Like, I just, I called a guy a wanker. Like, it's not the worst. I call, I'd call him a wanker. He is a wanker. Exactly. He's <laughs> a wanker. He's, he's a good bloke. Wanker's not the worst thing in the world. No, he's in a dark corner. So I did like, that. And like, some journos are like, um, and I blocked half of them because they had a cry about it. I blocked half of them. And they're like, oh, we, he deserves an apology, all this kind of stuff. Like, I was like, fuck. Oh, so me. you fully blocked them? Yeah, Fuck for sure. Yeah, that's and the one, move. and the, one of the one of the guys um, called me up the other day. He's like, oh, they on a podcast, and he called me up. His name's Campbell Brown. Shout um, out. Yeah, shout out Campbell Brown, your dog. No, you're right. <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. I actually don't mind. I actually like him. Um, uh, and he's like, dog. oh, what what did you block me for? Because um, I was like, what do you mean? Just don't talk shit. I just won't block you. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's why it is. Talk shit, get hit. Talk bar. shit, get hit my bar. <laughs> but no, like it's that you, players and people can't be honest yet. I yeah. don't know why they just don't like they want people to be open and honest and show their personality but as soon as someone does it or might say the wrong thing it's like it's oh hell breaks loose so everyone's going to keep giving those answers like bang straight bat it yeah unfortunately yeah. but <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, test it match not 2020 mate mate this last day of Mum, um, was it Mumbai Mumbai I don't know in India it's a saying I forgot it oh okay you, you meant to like try and block every ball or something like that last, uh, last oh, day if you know what it is leave it in the comments below last, <laughs> last day of, Google last day in Mumbai. Is that the yeah? I get, I get. It. Yeah, I you get just got to block yeah. everything, every, every comment. Yeah, but that's like the. I guess that's the. 
And we get trained too to do all that stuff. So you just go we get briefed before every 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 um, presser. Wow. Like what to say? Yeah, we're like these guys are probably going to ask these questions. Um, this is the answers you should you know kind of steer towards and all that kind of stuff. And then so we have like media training in the AFL Player Association. They do media training with us and all that stuff. So we're like a lot of the young players coming in and actually have something to say, not just like uh yeah uh, yeah sweet um yeah the boys. So they actually want like you to give a good answer. So yeah. everyone gets trained now and we always get like the straight bad answers, which is, you know, the team's overall arching message they want to give to the, the fans and the public and stuff. So that's what every team's got it. Man, I just think about like, I'm a huge UFC fan. Yeah. Like, big fights this weekend. There is big Sunday fights. And boxing as well. I yeah, love boxing. Yeah, dude, Canelo. Yeah, Canelo, Canelo Clay, Plant. Clay Plant, I know. Yeah, but I feel like Canelo. Canelo's like, going to fuck him up. Cut, well, yeah, he's already, already cut, cut him from, him, like, from a press, conference. press conference. I know, like, he shouldn't have glasses. Like, that's 101. If you're going to... Canelo took his off before he like knew it was going to go down. Yeah, he's that's street smarts. He's street smart. Yeah, he's street smart. That's why I like. He's a redhead Mexican too, so I'm redhead Australian. Fuck, you can't fuck with that shit. That's why I'm all. Shout out Canelo if you're watching, long time listener. Ah, uh, he is. Yeah, I know. He tunes in <laughs> right before the before, <laughs> before the <biggest> <laughs> thing. <laughs> on the way. But you know, I always it's my biggest thing. I mean, I kind of become like a bit of the rogue media dude in, yeah. inadvertently in Moto because I'm try to just give these guys a platform without yeah. asking any questions 100%. like so i'm doing a podcast with no questions let them talk about what they want to talk about hey who the fuck am i to think that i could come up with a better <laughs> Easy, question Wikipedia, towards bro. their like then they could tell their yeah, own story yeah. you know what yeah. i mean it's just like just take your fucking hands off the wheel sit down and have a chat you can guide them in the direction and stuff that's that's how you're good at your job because you can like steer it not steer a conversation but like when media asks you a question it's so blunt it's like oh what do you think about that guy it's like uh well you can kind of lead someone into a question like to kind of open up feel comfortable then go for it but in your setting like the whole and time the, the whole combo is, is good 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 chat and the story's there and i don't know it so yeah. like why would i assume that i know it and then ask a question yeah, yeah. based off that assumption well i asked you before this i was like oh what questions you got to go i don't have any questions no, there's no <laughs> that's probably why it's gonna be shit <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the best one still. i just watched like a couple of your vlogs and yeah, fucking yeah, dialed yeah, in yeah. gave you the yeah, tour, easy, easy. Nah, tour was good. but um but yeah i think like the that whole landscape of media is changing though but yeah. i feel like you know people should look I think personally, anyway, people should look more towards the UFC. Mm-hmm. Like the UFC model crazy, is the like Dana White just don't give a fuck. Yeah, and even like the COVID stuff, you know, he's just like, yeah, we're not stopping for COVID. Yeah, and then he didn't, and then no one fucking. Everyone was like trying to slap him around, but like, and then it just worked. It worked. Yeah, and nothing happened from it. And they grew like an insane amount yeah. in that because everyone else fuck stopped. That. Mike's going rogue. Give her a tight. No, I, I love bottom. I love fucking with Mike's. It's my thing. Yeah, it's my ADHD. You can, tighten the bottom one no, there. that's fine if it doesn't um but yeah like uh, to me i go okay you've got the ufc it's like yeah. a multi multi-billion dollar corporation mm. now and the guy that's driving the bus doesn't give a fuck <laughs> and then he lets the guys not give a fuck and it's because i think the the thing that people lose sight of is like yeah it's sport yeah i think the clubs think of it as sport and then the media think of it as like entertainment 100%. and there's like a disconnect yeah, yeah. whereas it's like kind of everyone needs to think of it as entertainment yeah at, at, at its most kind of fundamental level like people are i guess at the you know you go into a game to watch the the sport that it's like you're there to be entertained you're watching, the, you're watching the athletes as well like you're watching the players on the field they sell tickets yeah unless, unless you're born into a club which is like the old school way to, if you're born into a footy club that's why they yeah, support it but like yeah. 
in our team we've got like three or four blokes who like they'll just come to watch them guys like they put bums on the seats yeah and I think with like AFL clubs because we don't have any owners like they don't own no one like not one guy owns a so club AFL, AFL owns all the all the clubs really they have CEO GMs and stuff they work there oh. but like, the reason why we have so, such a strict policy with everything we do is because sponsors mm. like it's, we don't have like a like a guy who's worth a billion dollars like own the whole club who doesn't give a fuck like if yeah. you want to go and do what you want to do yeah. let those guys talk the way they want to talk because like we represent all our sponsors as well so we can't be seen to be do like we so we're sponsored by Hyundai. Yeah. I've had car offers from other like companies and stuff and I can't go with them. Yeah. Because it's a clash of a sponsorship. And yeah. even like Subway asked me to do something, Mac, we're, like our AFL sponsor, like major sponsor is McDonald's uh, and they were like, hell no. Yeah. And I was like, I don't see any money from McDonald's. Like what the, like yeah, how, how does yeah. this work? Or yeah. I don't drive, I don't get a free Hyundai. Yeah. I drive like a Chrysler and I have to pay for both of them like in a, in a patrol. So like it's, but you can't take a free car. But I can't, I can't take you a free car. You can go buy one. If they want to give me a free car, sweet. But I can't post it on my socials, so it means nothing. I can't go yeah. to do appearances with them and stuff. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just like, so everything, everything, like they're called protected sponsors. That's what yeah. they have at the club. So that's why, um, if someone gets in trouble, it's like, you know, sorry to the sponsors and I've let them all down. And like, yeah. if you have a drink driving charge and you're like with a car company or with our, like, um, RACQ or someone, like fuck they'll just back Big, out straight away they can yeah. back out they'll be in a contract so they can back out straight away and you lose millions uh, so that's where that's at yeah fuck so that's a, where I get oh man it, like, that's, it's a gnarly I'm, game I'm gonna do player management post footy because like I've been through so many highs and lows been delisted cut from my old team for being a dickhead um, and then you know a civil lining come up here you had the best career of could possibly have up here so I can see highs and lows and see like warning signs and potentials and you know I've done my full real estate license which everyone has pretty much but you know sports journalism um got all the gaming stuff so i know understand everything so mm. that's what i can't wait to do that like that's something that i'm passionate about and so how many years do you reckon you got like one i don't or two know years? man like i can't manage a player because it's conflict of interest like with the yeah. obviously i don't i can't know how much that guy's on yeah right i have a rough idea but i reckon probably two years i reckon in, my, in the system yeah. but like that's that's good enough to get me set up i got two kids one on the way yeah so I, i'm like getting set, like set, ready ready set for life post footy which is yeah kind of daunting but like I'm ready for it I I think that you will have I know fuck all about AFL so <laughs> this is the most redundant statement Disclaimer. ever yeah. but I actually think you're going to have a better career post AFL no, than think you so did too. in the AFL I think so too like you feel so pigeonholed in footy like I love footy and footy's done so much for me and it's been great for to be able to support my family my, my other side of my family and, and put a roof over everyone's head and do well with that stuff like Emma's never had to worry about bills or like financial situations like we've been together for like 11 years now so he hasn't had to worry about that I haven't had to worry about anything so like the stresses for that stuff's been like elite like yeah. you feel great but like obviously there's so much other stress involved in that but footy's done so much for me and um, there's obviously a few blokes that I have to give a shout out to which I will when I retire one day but it's just like Post footy, I think that's where I can actually be myself can and I can, stride, I can do yeah. my do the stuff that I really want to do, which would be cool as. And I think the opportunities in that, you yeah. know, I mean, a lot I'm, of players like don't want to do like stuff that I'm doing, so yeah. they want to do, like stay in the football world and do like coaching or something like that. Where I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done with footy. I'll probably like do media or commentate or something weird like that, but yeah. not weird, but something that I've might have to like straight like be down the straight line with like yeah doing commentating i swear too much so i, I probably couldn't do that like yeah. i'd more do like interviews and stuff beforehand or set up interviews but post 40 i'm like i can't wait for it yeah i think um yeah i, I just think you're gonna have like a pretty insane career and, yeah. and i think if if you can understand like dude i'm fucking no one and like i'm making a living Bullshit. but like Chase McAlpine. but like through this now you, you know, know who he is, eh? <laughs> 
Yeah. He, he has to say that. Yeah. You can't <laughs> ask him anything. <laughs> He's like, yes, man. Yes, yes. Yes, man. He's so good. <laughs> but, you know, like, I started it. I'm no one. Like, yeah. you know, I had fucking 2,000 followers on my personal Instagram and zero on Gypsy Tales. How many Facebook friends do you have, though? I don't think I could take any more. Yeah, but when you say no, <laughs> when you say it's maxed out, when yeah, you say no one, out. obviously you had your fingers dipped in all the motocross stuff. Like you, you went over America and do all that stuff. So it's not like you were a But bum. in terms of a personal profile, yeah, though, okay, like okay. I, there was no personal yeah, yeah. profile involved. Like even, you know, there's so many people in the motocross world that would be like, fuck, I can't believe you're here this whole time. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. You. Like I just stayed pretty low key. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, if I can make something of you know you can become like a bit of a personal brand from just like nothing Mm. like that's the power of the internet and now it's like we got employees we got a studio we got all this shit we blah 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 yeah and it's like if you understand the potential of the internet you can fucking kill it and that's kind of what you've seen over these last couple of years and you'll see on the vlog that comes out like the tour of the place all that stuff so look out for that one um so what was the original idea to start was it the podcast that you started first yeah i started the podcast first purely for the fact to re- rebut against the media yeah um because journalists like no offense to journalists so we, need, they, we need journal- are, we need journalists what do they fucking give you heat about no nah, they're just just players like they'll write articles about like they should be doing this because they're on that kind of salary which they have no idea what salary they're on but they'll yeah. like say if someone goes to a new club and they're on a high pack high pay packet like we don't get if someone offers us like 800 grand to go to a new club, you're not going to say, oh, fuck no, because if I play bad, I'm going to get roasted. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you just get, like, they're offering you that money. Like, that's what they think you're worth. So you go there, say you play a few shit games, the media just riding him hard, like riding some shit. Or with me, like when I was when I was going through Colton um, at the last club, like obviously I'd be getting in a few um, altercations and stuff when I was at night clubbing and stuff. But in my head, I was just like, I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing much wrong. I'd go out with the boys. I'd be home by time. I'd obviously got in a few fights and lied to the club about a couple of things. But in saying that, like, I've done so much in my head, like, professional-wise. Like, I was still learning the ropes. But then when I got up here, they are still talking shit about, like, oh, shit. Like, that's why I had a chip on my shoulder, like, the whole time. And you use it, though. I've used that uh, yeah, to fuel yeah. me. So that's obviously why I've played so good up here because I've used it, like, to prove them wrong, like, like, fuck you to them. But we need journalists at the same time because they, they sell a game or they sell papers for like for players who are doing well and all that kind of stuff but i simply start the podcast for that fact to give players a say yeah about things like what you did to give them a say like what they want to talk about and how say if they're if they've been playing shit or they want to do something they can come in here and talk about like why like what was what was the move like and give people insight into how they got there and yeah. how it all went down like I've got a lot of mates in AFL, so they kind of like feel like I can talk to you yeah. about like about this stuff. And I usually do like an hour podcast with them, and you get to learn so much about that bloke as a person, not just that guy you see on TV or you see in the papers. So yeah. that's why I started it, and I loved it for that reason, like because it's to open up and just be yourself, not for what they write about you in the paper. And so, what was the process of you starting it like? Did Literally, you just this one guy YouTube down the road. Yeah, or? no, this one guy down the road, Sean Tobin. He um, fuck off. one um, Shawnee Tobin. He works at the uni, but he does a lot of um stuff with Gary Albert Jr. who's like obviously a really big name in the yeah, AFL and yeah. even I know that name yeah yeah exactly so he's that bald head guy who used to play um, the Gold Coast Suns and he's like a super super champion um, and does all the stuff with him and I kind of got connected with him somehow I can't really remember but um, I did one episode reviewing articles and like saying what players would think of the article and Herald yeah, Sun or whatever right. that way and then he's like man I think you got something here like why don't you do a podcast with you like get your insight on this stuff and then from there it was like a year of just me just talking about the week of footy and all that stuff and then then eventually getting players on and talking to them. So that's how that went. And that was doing really well. I kind of went, when COVID hit, I kind of just got over it. Yeah. Because like everyone, every time Dick and Harry was doing podcasts, I was like, oh, this is kind yeah. of whack. Like I just didn't like the feeling of 
like everyone doing it. And yeah. then I was like, oh, that shouldn't be doing that. Like the way, fuck up. Fuck. That's the boys going up for drinks. No joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, the boys. That's, yeah, the boys. That's that's the reason why I kind of got over it. And um, from then, I haven't really been doing I kind of try to focus on my my gaming and my Twitch stuff where I can connect with my fans like on a personal level straight away instead of like waiting yeah. to see comments and stuff like it like that. And then the, the YouTube vlogs, uh, vlogs, that was like, I love that stuff. That's yeah. awesome. And are you doing like the editing and like... I do all of it. So that's where like I was obviously tech savvy. I'm going to turn this off one second. You're all right, mate. He turned Apple Watches off. I don't know. There we go. Brandon's googling it. No. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So I got into the. Uh, we're not. Nah. Oh. Whoa. That's not me. That's, that's fucking Rob. Top left. Vlogs. Yeah. Top left. Yeah. Mute that shit. Yes. Yeah, so that's the first one I did, and that just that just blew up, and then from then on it went really well. That's so it. you see all the gaming stuff down the bottom. That that's what I, I loved gaming. I've always been like in like a nerd behind the scenes. So when when COVID hit, I started doing like um AF like online AFL and playing Fortnite and all that, all that kind of stuff, and that was doing good. And I raised a lot of money for a charity as well. So yeah. that kind of stuff was awesome. I could do that with gaming. So that's where I got like really excited about that that, that side of things. And but you're good at gaming too. Yeah, love right? game. Yeah, I was pro at Fortnite. Like that was my thing. Like I could play. I grew up playing like keyboard and mouse since I was a kid. Yeah. Because my brothers were like, and my dad used to do he like does like electrical work with cameras and stuff. So I always had computers around. So I always played that, but like editing the podcast and stuff myself I used to love doing it early days because you can control what you know what yeah. goes out and you like all that kind of stuff and then from then on it started getting tedious and it started getting boring I hated it because you have to watch like an hour worth of shit to get to get ticked off by the club uh, then I just started like oh it takes up my whole day off I'd, I'd start first thing in the morning and I wouldn't like finish till like 2 o'clock then I have to export it upload it all so when I saw your setup I was like that is motherfucking genius like yeah, I, know, well, I, know, I know it's a few grand there but that's, well, that's, the, that's where it's at the, yeah I mean this process of this dude if I went back and opened up like episode one of the podcast <laughs> and like the looked quality in, of it eh? well I think the quality's always been bad? nah the quality's always been good because that was yeah, my okay. background yeah, so yeah, like yeah. I was kind of lucky there and I think that was probably the thing that kind of fooled people into listening to my yeah, shit okay. at the well, start this guy knows what he's doing like, this guy's like this is like who's looks, funding this yeah this looks good <laughs> dude people our YouTube's crazy because yeah, yeah. we've there's so many people the numbers you were saying the other day it was like Pat in the back, man. That's some good shit. Yeah, but it comes with just people that have no fucking idea. Yeah, like okay. when you reach that many people, yeah, they, yeah. and people literally think that uh, I don't know that I don't know if they think someone else owns <laughs> don't it. Don't let the like, truth get to have a good story, man. Like they say, you doing you. Yeah, that's all me. But yeah, if that's I not went him over there. Yeah, if I went if I went back to the start though, like the way that I used to have to cut and yeah, edit yeah. and like sync everything up, it was just the biggest shit show. So like that's what I'm saying. Now like, is syncing like, wise, like does my tits in. Oh, so now we don't have to do none oh, of that no. shit. You so rock up and talk, except for the US studio. So the US studio is a oh, is that so you got one over there? Is that yeah. who? Oh, when you cross to them, it's sick. So how that works is we've got this exact setup in. Uh, California Ooh. and then we got a guy named Jacob shout out Jacob shout out Jacob and uh, he uh, has all the equipment at his place so he's got like a room that's like set up like the studio and then yeah. you sit down and I just put a TV where you are yeah mad and I literally just sit just like, it looks it. the same like it I does, even good. I even I even moved the mic um, in line with the mic arm on the TV <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's, that's our, next level that's, that's our pedantic yeah, yeah, about, about that that's shit that's very anal about that stuff but yeah you've got like it takes fucking years to accumulate the knowledge yeah. of like how to get this shit to where we can pump out a couple yeah, of eps a week 100% fuck it's just it's time so consuming much man work. it's not like you just rock up and do it like you gotta you, obviously you've got a few people work for you now but when I was doing it by myself it's like a whole day's gone and then I got a school pick up so I got to hang out with the kids after that and I got to like make Emma happy at night time and stuff I just had no energy so 
it kind of worked because it took my mind off footy. Like when I first got up to Brisbane, I had no hobbies outside of footy, like nothing. Because mm. I couldn't I couldn't ride bikes and stuff or have fun on the weekends like that. Obviously, alcohol wasn't good for me at the time. So the only thing I used to do was like go to the movies by myself to switch off. Like I'd go watch a movie and just mm. by myself, like get away from everyone. But then when gaming came into it, like that was when my counselor was like, oh, just why don't you try doing that back and you know, you did it as a kid. Why don't you go do that now? So bought a mad setup. Shout out to M-Wave. They gave me a good setup and I just got into streaming and that was like, all my spare time to be doing that and the podcast. So that's what like, kept me on straight and narrow. That's what I meant by having something to switch off from. Like get mm. over the footy, just fuck off footy. Like don't only see you till the next day. Make sure I've got my schedule down pat so I know where i got to be before I you know, go to bed, check what i got to got. So that set an alarm and that. But other than that, it was just like switched completely off and that worked out so well for me. And you made some pretty big progress in the gaming world in a, yeah. in a sense. Like you playing with like phase guys yeah. and then at one point, oh, Melbourne GP, you were down there at some yeah, gaming no, I, thing. I played like, on, um, uh, the, what's it called? Margaret Court, uh, the, the arena. Was it, what's the arena called? I was open. Yeah, I right. played Australian Open. So it was like, two, like 100, 100 um, pro players and like a few like content creators and I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd be playing Fortnite on Margaret Court, which is like fucking humongous. Eh? Like history there is crazy. So that's something where the gaming took me. And like to be good at it, uh, yeah, it was cool. But it kind of opened the door for like a lot of um, athletes who who are gamers behind the scenes. Like because it, they get frowned upon. Like oh, you know what you were saying yeah, before. Oh, you yeah. should be doing more training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why aren't you doing? Why like, aren't you watching tape? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. You don't have. I'm gonna start like doing TikToks about that shit. Yeah, uh, to yeah. be honest. But um. <laughs> No, that's what that's what the kind of like that was the scene and so now that a lot of players started stream and you know being open about that and it's opened like avenues for gaming companies to, to merge with afl so yeah i do get a pat on the back for that stuff but i don't get much of the pie to be honest because then i tell get on board for like through gaming and all that it's just it's, re- it's really cool to see now like blokes aren't just just footballers they can like have yeah. kind of a another yeah. niche to them well i think um i think too like one of the things that with the podcast for me when i got back from america i was like I was like, podcasts were fucking huge. I was yeah. listening to them since like 2012 and then I'd yeah. come home to Australia and I'd be listening to podcasts in the car and everyone's like, oh, what the fuck's that? And I'm like, oh, that's Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. people just had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So when I like finally come back, I was like, fuck, there's no one here. There's no big studio. There's no yeah. studio where you can look at shit on TV. There's nowhere like, that you could copy. For, yeah, exactly. Like that. I wanted to be first to market. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like you were like that with the podcast space yeah, and the gaming yeah. and the vlogging. So I think that in that space just you being first to market and then you know probably the retirement coming up in a couple of years like it's just going to be insane like where you can kind of take it yeah there's another bloke called Dill Buckley he's got something like he wasn't a good footy player his dad was a legend of the game Um, and I kind of spoke to him a fair bit about this He's, he's got something called Dylan Friends Um, and like he's killing the game at the moment but he's like started just before me so I was bouncing ideas off him and he was like kind of the 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 gateway for me to be like oh well well he was suck he sucked at footy no offense do if you watch he sucked at footy and yeah. like I've, I'm sort of alright so uh, yeah. I should be able to have a better opinion and stuff but it's just the way that there was no one doing it at the time like there's obviously like a few bland people who were like journos and stuff doing podcasts for you know the Herald Suns and those things yeah. but there's no players being out there and having a good opinion so I just saw that but I'm just looking at the next what's the next big like biggest thing that's going to come out I don't know what it is like I'd love to live stream and commentate an AFL game like but have but let me just do it, like sitting on the couch, like commentating an AFL game. Come and do it in here. They can't let you. You can't stream like Foxtel yeah, or but KO. Just don't, just don't stream that. That's what we do. So. I, I could sit here with the boys and be like, yeah, yeah, but you can't show any of the games. So it's kind of like they're watching on their phone and then they're like kind of watching on TV. Like it's just kind of... That's all right. Yeah. I reckon you should still do it. I've tried a couple of times. When I got injured for one of the games, I did it on the off the couch. And did it did, it did right? well. Yeah, it did very well. But like, I just want to have the Come game. Come do it in here. Yeah, I, can't, I might be able to do that. 
come and do it in here and then so what we do with supercross companion is we just put like a timer yeah so you just match the game timer yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. we just copied what rogan was doing with fight companion yeah, so true. we watch the supercross races we get all this in here it's fucking awesome but yeah you should just give it a That's go because yeah we can live stream it yeah. just put it straight to your channel yeah true um content bro yeah that's have, what i think man have you thought about um you, like stepping it up to where you just like hire somebody like could it be yeah, at, at yeah. that point where you just hire somebody to come work for you for a couple of days and like actually film your vlogs and actually yeah like kind of step it up that you know next level my, ne- my next thing is probably like collaborating with people yeah. um that's probably like i think where you can get um a new audience in because i've obviously got my footy guys as the the gaming community and all that stuff but like to to go out with if i want to do more, more youtube like challenges with people like doing like footy versus nrl code things mm. or like i don't want to do like the, the hot food shit because everyone kind of does that like the who can eat the hottest chili yeah but i, I really want to get to like start collaborating and i've got a few people that i want to do stuff with and i've been talking to them we but should like, do some shit 100 like, percent. i'm, I'm, could, I'm looking at help. things we could help do the production stuff. yeah 100 percent. that's why i like looking at people who can film for me that's the next thing because like you gotta yeah. you gotta understand like what the revenue comes from doing that so if i did a youtube thing now like seventy thousand probably got i wasn't even um, monetizing that then um, yeah, but these right. like 30,000 ones they're like $200 something yeah. like that so like you don't really have you got to put your own money or get like a sponsor which I don't really want to pump up like I don't know who's it Manscaped or someone off the bat like I yeah. kind of want to make a generic and then go from there yeah but I mean authentic yeah but that's the thing I want to start doing like that like have a film crew there and do it so I yeah. don't have to keep like do, using like shout out GoPro you guys have been sick it's awesome for that that kind of stuff but you got to step it up yeah yeah and I think yeah I just for me like yeah content brain i'm just yeah. like thinking fuck you could just it's do already s- gone through here i can tell I yeah know. yeah oh but it's just again it's like this is our generation yeah, eh? yeah, like yeah. for whatever reason if you like content yeah. it's just fucking yeah i don't know i just love doing it um when you when you moved up from uh where were you before melbourne Cal- was it carlton yeah carlton blues and then to come to the lions did that yeah. was that like a massive step backwards in like in the footy community in, yeah in like in that world yeah 100 percent. like i i, I I got, so you probably don't know the story but like I was in a uh, at a nightclub at a birthday and I got like gang bashed by these blokes yeah. um, outside the nightclub like I didn't know what was happening Just I, I kind of blacked out I didn't know what happened so I was like shit one of my mates got locked up um, I went to hospital with stitches and he didn't really I couldn't contact him for like the day so I was like fuck I don't want to get him in trouble like what did he do type thing Yeah. so on the Monday when I had to go to training like my eye was fucked like and like it was just I had like my, my eye, like I always still have eye drops today to keep the pressure level. So like I've lost really? a little bit of my eye. Yeah, it was bad. So I pretty much, I got home that night and my partner's like, I'm far out. Like, and then she, we've iced it, put all this like cream on there to get the bruising out. On the Monday, I went to the club and I was like, man, I sat down, like acted normal. And like the boys like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> I was like, oh no, nah, it's all guys, isn't it? It's just doing boxing with my brother. Like on the weekend, was doing some more fitness stuff and fell like, down the stairs. Like literally, like that yeah. kind of thing. But like, I just didn't know. My mate still hadn't talked to the club or whatever, so I didn't know. What, I didn't want to rat him out or snitch on him, or whatever. So yeah, and I couldn't remember what happened to be honest. So then, like, I lied to the club, and that was pretty much, pretty much the last straw. I didn't play for the rest of the year. Um, it was like three games ago. I didn't play the rest, and they just cut me for like a, which is fair enough. Like new, they wanted to do a new culture thing, and they didn't want me there. And the coach that was at a time didn't like me. I didn't like him. So that that two months when I didn't have a job, like I was wigging out, like my. Like obviously I had a partner then. We had a little baby boy, Chancy, um, and I had no job, and I was just like shitting the bed. I was like, man, if I don't get a, like a contract, like what am I going to do? I had nothing. I was like 24, had money in the bank, but I didn't have anything to fall back on. Yeah, yeah. Which was scary. 
So I was, first thing I did was like, nah, I've got to get out of here, go clear my mind. Went to Costa Rica with my best mate from Tassie. How good's Costa Rica? Love right? it, man. It's fucking sick. It was the best week and a half of, like I've ever had. Like just chilled as, went to the beach, like surfed a bit and obviously, you know, drunk a lot as well. Just clear the head, just get yeah. out of there. and Contubano. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, um, then well, thankfully- Which is what they call their, yeah, yeah. their moonshine, yeah, yeah. Contubano. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, yeah. It's not- Not what you're thinking. Not what you're thinking. I know. Rats. Yeah, exactly. Um, then my manager called me and goes, yeah, well, um, I knew the CEO, I was at my club at the time, he went to a new club, Brisbane Lions, and then he knew he knew I was a good bloke and I wasn't a fuck up like everyone thought I was, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, we'll give him two years, he wants two years. That was like the end of the trip, and I was like, oh, thank fuck, like it was a two-year deal. <laughs> that and plane ride home I was like, so man, I was like, we celebrate that hard, and I was like, yeah, I got a new job, and, yeah. um, and like to get a two-year deal was awesome, but it was like obviously poo wages, yeah. um, it's just, this, to have a contract there was awesome, and then another Melbourne club came to the table Richmond Tigers who are like they've just won like three out of four grand finals recently like they're killing it um, and they offered me one year like rookie wages which is like I couldn't live off that really mm. um, back then it was like it wasn't that great what is like a rookie wage like 80 grand then? or something like that like, yeah, okay. and going like I was I think I got offered like 400 plus that to be because the team I was at had an t- offer on the table I was like nah I'll play better footy like I'll get more money don't worry about it didn't yeah. happen I got cut from him in the end Yeah. Um, and then went to the Brizzy but that team came in one year and I was like, nah, I got to get out of Melbourne. Like my two brothers live with me or they're in the same area as me and we like, they would kind of, they went fuck us, but they would like obviously have a, a few big nights and stuff a lot during the yeah. week and I'd get sucked into that. So it's like, nah, fresh start, get out of here, go to Brizzy. Never been to Brizzy before. I was like, let's go. Really? Yeah. Never been? Been like once, went to a mate's house. I didn't even know where it was. Like probably, I think it was like Kenmore or something like that in, a, in like a bit further out. And then got up, got up to Brisbane. It was like just the best thing ever. Like just no footy, no media. All it was is like you just train hard, get home. Like there's nothing in your face, nothing football at all. Mm. And we end up sucking for like three or four years, like sucking bad, like bottom bottom three. Like, I think like four years in a row, whatever it was. And then we got a new coach now, and then new players. Got some players out of the club who weren't didn't want to be here. Then we got some good players in. We just been no from then it's been awesome. Like new culture, all that stuff. Like yeah. it's just been like kind of fairy tale. We just got to win the fucking flag and we'll be right. Like we've been a bee's dick off last couple of years, and well, hopefully we get there. But yeah, just coming up here is like the biggest thing for me. And so what was your, were you like when you first sort of started, like were you a guy that got a lot of attention yeah, in, for in the, the league? Yeah, like, but Because yeah. there's guys that like you obviously like play good footy, right? Yeah. But it's like, it's just easy. There's some people that they've just yeah. got such a personality that it's like easy to talk about those people. Yeah. And I mean, I find the same thing in moto. Like there's guys, they're not really winning races, but I just like talking about yeah, them. Yeah, because they're, they're like standing at all. They're like they're doing some yeah, they're crazy just, corners and cutting blocks off. They're just doing shit that's yeah. easy to talk about. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, well, fuck, you're the yeah, man. Like, yeah, thanks, yeah. bro. Like just throwing nah, your layups. I wasn't, I wasn't the man or anything. Like I would, I, would, I was a, I'm a hard player. So like when I like, you don't take it back with steps. So you like you like to get in people's faces. In like your team loves you and your um, fans love you. Every other team hates you. Like yeah. fuck that guy. I hate him. Yeah. And I, there's players in the AFL that I hate like with a passion for that reason. It was me, like me a Paul off, Gallon kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. But like you meet him off field. Like I've talked to, I've interviewed him on radio one time. But I meet these guys off field and they're fucking awesome. Like they're just normal people. Like just when you cross that white line, you're just a different different person. Um, so like the media would love to write about that shit. And obviously I was a bit of a. They would always write like bad boy or like that stuff and then I'd be just bad news it wouldn't be like oh Robbo's played well that time it'd be like what happened that weekend mm. if I went out and like Robbo was in a you know, altercation or whatever it was and that'd be like Paige and that's just my that's my story yeah so getting to like you can earn respect I love this saying you can earn respect takes over to earn respect but you can lose it in a minute like it's yeah. just like that's just the way it is in real life yeah so when I got to Brisbane I was like nah fucking I need a game plan like if I was gonna drink I had like these self-imposed drinking bands on myself like if I was gonna drink I'd have a plan like I'm going there for three or four hours 
nothing past 2am whatever it was mm. and and now like I don't drink at all during the year um, probably like once or twice like with, with the breaks that we get sometimes but in the off season like that's my, my time just to relax and stuff and, and I do go probably too hard sometimes in the off season still and that's just me being honest um, which puts a lot of pressure on like Amber and the kids and stuff but like it in my head like I've worked so hard all year I've done all mm. the good stuff like just like let the hair down and just relax with the boys and have a few drinks and do that kind of stuff get away from everything like it's good for me but obviously finding that balance is always I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pretty hard to, to deal with the the thing is man that this is sort of I don't think a lot of media people or just like fans in general have the the perspective of this is like the hard cunt that you want to see smash people on the footy field, right? <laughs> yeah. But then you want him to be a little fucking bitch yeah, boy, I- <laughs> you know, like off the field. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah, there's yeah. a disconnect. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, oh, a UFC fighter got in a fucking fight. I oh, know. Like, like, everyone's enforcer- surprised about seeing Connor do something off the, off the out of the, I don't know what they call off, in the public. Yeah, yeah. Like slap Italian. Like, this is, I actually saw this the other day. He like walked out of the club with Italian DJ, like mating up with him and then turns around and slaps him like hard. I'm like, that, he's obviously they got like loose screws somewhere like well, you can't yeah, throw you can't. millions and millions of dollars at these blokes who are like growing up the hard way about us the whole life to the somehow to be like suit and tie I'm not a gangster anymore yeah it's, it's like a weird disconnect and yeah, it's like yeah. I just don't understand how you can like just live to see Robbo fuck yeah. some dude up on the field no, I still battle with it like honestly like it's it's, it's crazy I still um, see counselling and stuff about everything like just so because I got a lot of ADHD and I got like sometimes I get like I don't buy I do but I don't buy into anxiety and stuff I think you can kind of um, maneuver away uh, ways around that like yes some people probably got it really bad and I know they'd be struggling with that stuff but in my head I, th- I would think like I don't take my ADHD tablets because I, I feel like I change as a person with that them? stuff you can take it <laughs> you can have them for sure I am actually might get back on to be wait honest. they help with editing yeah, yeah you just like this huh? I was a full Adderall kid in America man. fucking oh, well, we I, used like, to have to do that shit we, we had these fucking insane deadlines yeah like I remember there was one day where we had I flew into San Diego drove an hour to my house <laughs> then I had to do 12 videos and then drive an hour back to the fucking airport and then fly to New York on my Adderall well, yeah. I hope just Hit up a mate. What's up, boy? Yeah, we had we had this one dude that worked for us. It was just like on Adderall, just like twenty four seven. Just like getting like, coffee. Just, <laughs> yeah, how just, good is that? Just lift, anyway. That's yeah, fine. nah. So I, with that stuff, like I will try and figure out ways with, with the person I talk to about like how I can see the signs and control that kind of stuff. So so what what's it what's the feeling for you that you would feel like you'd need to monitor? Or um, the, the drinking stuff, like it because if I. This is kind of getting personal there, but like when I was speaking to her during the week, it was more along the lines of when I when I do something, I go hard at it. Like with, yeah. that's pretty much everything in my life. So I can't have two or three beers. It's got to be like if I'm sitting down drinking beers, like I'm like, well, I'm going to go yeah. have a big night. But yeah. that's the way it is. So I don't drink. That's a lot the, of people. Yeah. So I don't drink all the time. But when I do, it's like it's it's a it's a proper it's sand. a fair it's a fair fair effort. So that's stuff that I still I deal with. But I always like pick and choose when I do it. So if that makes sense. So I, if I was training my ass off all week this week, I have. It was today, we're having drinks here. Like, I'll be like, oh, let's have a big night. Like, we'll just like drink here, yeah. have some fun, and we'll go to a club and go home tomorrow, like feeling sorry for ourselves. That's just the way I, I do stuff. So I've got to, I've always talk to her about how I can like control that stuff and not do it all the time. Has it gotten easier to control? Oh, 100%. Get, get man, like when I, was, when I was younger, we used to like, play footy and I'll get paid like 20 bucks, um, put over the bar and just like send it that night and, and probably get in a couple of fights. It's before AFL. Getting to the AFL is like the biggest awakening you could ever have. Like, we used to do like a urine test in the morning before we train to check our hydration levels. We have to weigh in, yeah. Um, get there obviously on time, get strapped, get like everything's like so regimented, like scheduled, like it's crazy. I was like, what the hell is this? 
Like I used to miss training all the time before AFL, like or jump off the track and run home type stuff when I was in Adelaide. Like I was, didn't like training, but like now it's it's just like it's a way of life and it's it's a great thing to learn like that yeah. professionalism with stuff. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And it's obviously like, it shows who you are as a person as well. Like, you come off as someone and say, oh yeah, he gets shit done. Yeah. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to let someone down or doesn't do it half-assed yeah so the man that's that's like one gear that i've never had like i i just don't have the like i like to party and i like to go mm. have a good time and i can definitely send it but i just i've never like i've actually been curious about like i've got a lot of friends it's that same thing yeah, yeah. where it's like they can't go and just have like a, nah, a few beers and then dip you know yeah. and that's that's just a real thing yeah and i don't i don't <laughs> like i can't relate to it but i know that it it's, sucks, it's fucking it does it's real and it's it gnarly suck, yeah but yeah it's like uh, yeah. it's more it's more harder to like the promises you make that's what that's what it's hard for it's like if you're in a relationship with like a family and stuff like nah i'm not like i'll be home by whatever time it is yeah like you just lose all sense of that yeah. Like, and that's the worst thing about it. Yeah, fuck. But like, man. I'm probably like thinking, like, the fuck, just don't, just stop drinking. Like, obviously, like, just. But it's good be to be a man. But, but like, it's good I just, to drink. Yeah. yeah, but like, it's just not like sometimes it might be like they might be escaping something like they don't know about. So that's yeah. all they do to get blackout drunk or something. So you don't know what they're going through, and they just take that opportunity just to go fucking let's go. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's like the the escape from the shit that yeah, hundred percent going on. Yeah, and, and so with like the eighty ADD stuff, like mm. you get like medication for that. Yeah. And, how does that make you feel then? It just, it just make me feel dull. So I, I took it for like three or four months. Like when I got, I only got, um, when I first got drafted, they made me take a test and like, yeah, this is you. I didn't like the dr- like stuff they were on. Like, oh, we can try other stuff. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah, like my whole football is based on me just being. Um, Again, it's like they want you to be this yeah, guy on the yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. But then when yeah, you get Yeah, they wanted the me field. to like sit still in meetings and like just focus and listen and take it all in. I was, yeah. I've always struggled with that. And then, um, so I feel like I train because I'm up and about, like energetic, like yeah, let's go, boys. Let's fucking good session today. Let's like yeah. get it, like annoying people and making sure they're awake and they're ready to train. So that's my thing. And then when, when I when I was on the tablets and stuff, we kind of take that away. I just be like, just feel like another just, sheep, just sitting there, just like doing my thing. Like I'll train, I'll do everything well, but I wouldn't be like, it's doing, not the same boy. Nah, no way. So I didn't like that. But there's obviously thing like stuff that can help you with that. But it's just like picking times when you should do it and when you shouldn't go. Yeah. Like joking around too much or when you're having too much fun that's uh it's a hard line but you, you find it I, I could see the melbourne thing though being like a fucking vortex oh that's because crazy the gold coast man like yeah fuck I, i'm i'm lucky like i got one kidney so yeah. i really once i kind of found that i had like my health problems that kind of 
yeah. was just like, ah, oh, this is easy for me to put yeah, this down. Yeah, like, that's like life and death type shit. Yeah, like I don't, I don't feel like yeah, I'm missing yeah. out now. Yeah. Um, but there's like the fucking vortex that you can just get sucked yeah, into 100%. in like Melbourne, the Gold Coast of Melbourne. The Melbourne bubble AFL is like fucking revolvers oh, always oh, there, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> you, motherfucker's you, you always think, there for an hour, man. He come out as like daylight, like. But that's the thing, like that's why I love Brisbane because we're starting to get a lot of fans and um, notoriety now up here, which is. Not the worst thing, but um, Melbourne's like that's crazy. Down there's like eight teams down there. You like yeah. the, when you're at a nightclub, everyone wants to be that guy who pushed, like say, push Robbo or get that's, his face. Yeah. That's well, that's what they do down there. Up here, it's really good. Like it's obviously a very big league state and you know rugby union state and stuff. But footy's starting to get more recognised now because we're doing really well um, in the past few years. But you, we just don't get that up here, which is good. That's why I love Brisbane. Like it's just chilled as fuck. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about like going out in Melbourne. I'm like, fuck, man. If you're oh, if you're like this enforcer dude on the field, <laughs> and then because that's like, I used to roll with a couple of boys when, yeah. like that I was growing up with that yeah. were like mad fighters. Yeah, like they would fuck dudes up. Yeah, and then because they could fuck dudes up everyone wanted to fight 100%. him 100% and like everywhere it's gonna in your belt like. yeah everywhere we went these dudes were like I wish we had Sammy here he would know so many stories about back in the day that's why I was like we should have got him in but the next one next one yeah this oh yeah, you've popped your cherry now I know it took like I two know. years for you to get on here ejaculate down there yeah <laughs> that's fucking bleeding what the fuck <laughs> it's stuck to the table uh, but um, yeah like that's a thing you know 100%, that, like yeah. you're that's the, you're just, the that's badass just, yeah, enforcer guy that's just what happens some... a lot of people too like if you see a superstar um, you get in his face if, you, if you, usually they try and like get it like get on your good side and be like oh what's going on man like, they give him donuts brushing, yeah, yeah yeah they're like what the fuck yeah, yeah. how did you do that to me my mates think I'm cool as it's like yeah yeah, but whatever. But yeah, so it is what it is. He's gonna be a bigger man. Walk away. So getting out of there, though, I could see. That, oh, it's that awesome for move. me. Silver lining as well. Like, um, I'm probably happiest I've been in my life up here, which is which is awesome. Like, it's just summer all year round. Like, nothing to be depressed about besides the early sunshine. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Like, what else? <laughs> if, Sometimes a tra- crazy torrential rain shouldn't like just happen for like twenty minutes and hail and stuff. But yeah, random hailstorm. <laughs> random hailstorm for no reason. But. To complain about the weather coming know, from, yeah. Melbourne from Melbourne, is, it's like yeah, freezing. Yeah, you really just you can't snap even. your fingers off trying to smother a ball. It's fucked. And and so it must be also cool to kind of be a part of like building a culture. Yeah, at, it was. At a team. Yeah. Well, when we got our, our new coach, um, I think it's been four years or so. Over four or five years, have been up here. Like him um, and the AFL employed a guy called David Noble, who was a GM. Like they just brought this culture in and gave the players so much onus as well and. Just the way we go about it. it all started with like off field stuff. Like, how do how do you see how are we seeing the public? Are we when we go to our clinics and go to our to communities and stuff? Are they like are we giving it everything or are we just have that? Oh fuck, we've got to be here. The tickets off for the AFL. Yeah. When we started buying into that stuff, like it kind of started the the momentum shift in our culture. And like, but when I leave, hopefully, like this culture that we've we've, we've started the last few years, it just goes on and on and on. And that's like they kind of remember that. So. That's what Fags, that coach, like always talks about. Like we're building, a, you know, a journey here, which is going to be pretty special. Like we believe that. Um, last three years, we finished um, equal first, second, and fourth. So, and it's disappointing in our finals. We're not, we're not winning our finals. We keep losing. But that's we got like the second youngest team in the AFL, so they're going to learn from yeah. all, all this stuff. Like they're not, they're not like we're not there to lose finals. We want to be a team in the finals and make a name for ourselves. So, we only lost by a point this year in our, in our last final. It was fucking depressing, but. Um, that the culture we're building is special and where it started from having players who want to be here yeah like and the ones that didn't obviously left and went to other clubs and they're doing what they're doing now which we don't really care about but the, the players that are here is the one we care about and it's just awesome to see these young guys coming in and and tasting success straight away because 
when I first got here, man, we were shit. And I was like, <laughs> we were copying it so much. Like, there's no one cared. And so we wanted to be a team that they felt respected. And yeah. we are now, which is which is pretty cool. It's fucking crazy, the... the well, some teams can go from, like, bottom. Yeah. Like, Melbourne Demons. Like, they won it this year. They yeah. were... Oh, haven't like, won a flag in like 140,000 oh, years right ages and they were like so a few years ago they, they made the prelim and they were like they got flogged in the prelim and they finished like I think bottom four next two years or something like maybe ninth maybe 14th I don't know what it was and last year they were like I think bottom four and then they won it this year so like it just anyone can win it at some stages like the best team in the comp I thought Richmond would have been up there again and then they had a lot of injuries and they didn't um, get to the finals and then it was like anyone's game and Melbourne just fucking just so that's like gives everyone hope because yeah. we were shit. We, I think we finished 17th and we finished first next year. Because, man, in sport, it's just belief. It's crazy. There's a difference between, like, I'd always think this with, like, in racing terms. Of, yeah. Like, I've raced my whole life. I never really believed I was going to get a hole shot. Yeah. I didn't get many hole shots. Yeah. But then you get, like, so there's a there's this big difference between thinking and knowing. And there just isn't, like, a way to fake belief. No. Nah. Like, belief is something you really have to <laughs> yeah, believe. you gotta, you got to have the writing on the walls, too. Like, the boys know, like, if they're going to battle today, they're, they're going to win the game. And when we... So, if teams get flogged and stuff, they're not going out there to fucking lose. It's just because the other team are better sometimes. Mm. But when you talk about motocross, I, I, I used to watch a lot of racing and stuff, like, um, Chad Reed... Well, I was a massive Chad Reed fan back in the Dizzy. Yeah. And, um... What was Carmichael? Ricky Carmichael? No, what was Carmichael, wasn't it? Four. Ricky Carmichael. Yeah, Ricky Carmichael. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch those guys back in the day. And um, I just like, I didn't un- did understand if they just held talented or they just like worked the hardest because yeah. I didn't know if there were programs back in the in the 90s and early 2000s. I didn't know what it was. But when you're saying getting the whole shots, like you see these guys, like it's just, they did it every time. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, let him go first and we'll see who comes second. Yeah. But that's like belief. <laughs> yeah. Like genuine. And, and I, I really feel like there's only ever a few guys on the start line that can genuinely yeah. believe and you can like you can bullshit yourself all you want yeah but there's there is like this real fake kind of energy that yeah, people yeah. can bring to like yeah we're gonna win today we're gonna, yeah, yeah. But it's like nah you, do you believe that like are you, tell, yeah, are you are you trying to convince me or yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know just talking for talking yeah but that belief in sport like mm. and and it can override so much oh, 100%. in terms of like the talent of the team or the big name players like you say with the demons like yeah yeah you, if you've got a group of people that come together and really believe like that's the shit that actually makes like a huge difference you always see like the team of champions never win it's always mm. the champion teams like it's it's i think it's in everything like it's all about who you got in your corner and who's who's you know who's patting on the back or who's talking to you and being real with you like you always see in UFC if they got shit coaches or coaches give them the wrong game plan they'll just get fucked up yeah. So you gotta have a belief in in your, in your team as well. And did you enjoy the fact that you kind of get to this team and you can get to take on like a little bit more of a leadership role? It's never been a massive thing. I think I tried in my first couple of years up here to like just be the best at everything. And um, I felt like last few years I could obviously lead by actions because I work hard, mm. play hard, all that stuff. But like I'm too I'm too jovial and and too um, still got those habits that like I you know he probably don't really need him in the leadership group type thing because he would just do it anyway like he would just he would lead by example but he doesn't need to be in here talking about tactics and all that stuff yeah yeah he just knows his role and plays his role yeah i'm not one of the best players on the team so i don't need to be that guy i'll just just play my role and and try and get the job done for the coach or for the players or just you know go to my way to be selfless whatever it is so leadership not really being big but like i know when to pull blokes up and talk to them and i know when someone who's been shit to like try and get in their head and make them better or help them out and all that stuff like i'm good at that 
I just don't need to have that tagline to be leadership or captain. Like, yeah. in my head, I'm doing everything anyway. Yeah, but that that's sort of what I mean. Like, you yeah. you, you do take on like a leadership role. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Like a father figure, man. Like me and my yeah. partner, we have like young, we early days to build that culture. We used to get all the young boys over, and she would feed them like good enough pastas and all yeah. that stuff, and she'd be like their mum. So all the they'll always come to our house, just chill out because we got kids, and they probably come from a family with like little brothers and sisters or whatever, and. So we had that open, open door policy. So yeah. early days, like they've all grown up now, got partners, like some got kids and stuff. Like it's awesome to see that because that's, that's our little children. Yeah. So yeah. one of my, I had a, a teammate, um, he's from Darwin. He moved in two years ago and then like he moved out last year and he's got a kid now. So it's like, fuck man, that was like my little, my little brother's just growing up in front of me. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no, I just love that stuff. Like being that person they can talk to. Yeah, but. and that's got to like to I guess to come from where you come from. Yeah, I'm a big that. family in Tassie, like close knit family. Like if you do that, like I just pretty much if we play the same team, I just die, I die for you. I just do whatever, whatever, whatever it takes. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's just what. No, hopefully gets them hard and gets them going. Fucking hectic thing to do for a living. Yeah. Though. Oh, just every week, like my body cops it, man. Like footy players cop it. I think NRL to me looks like that would be the most battering sport. Like every player that's running each other like hard, like we can kind of dodge and like get away from that stuff, or you can be outside pussy mm. and not actually get the ball in the hard stuff and be on our side. Yeah, but I reckon I would have been better if anyone's watching Broncos, or whatever. I reckon I'd be better at um, rugby than AFL. Have you ever tried any like crossover shit? No, I was touch footy. Touch I was, footy. I touch footy. I was awesome at touch footy, like in Tassie. But yeah. that was like touch footy, like it's not cool. Yeah, and but I feel like if you're good at touch footy, I'm too, I wish I wish I was like 25 and I hadn't fucked up all that stuff. That I could like try another sport. Yeah. But it's too late now. You're gonna be a fucking media mogul, bro. I know, but it's too late. Now. I'd love to play rugby, like just see how I'd go. Like I'd just go train with the Bronx one. Day. I did one time. We did touch. We did touch footy. And I scored two tries. I did like, you? Look like a mad dog, yeah. Because yeah, my fitness is different now. I was running all day. That was like yeah. They weren't running at me and bashing me, so I was it was fine. Yeah, yeah. They're big right. boys. They're big boys. <laughs> so the management stuff. Have you got ideas of how you're gonna yeah. run this shit? Yeah, I do. I I'm obviously gonna go in with a company first for a year or two and get the nah, actual, fuck nah, that nah, shit. Nah, nah. I feel like I can. Like, cause nah, I'm not gonna em. be balls deep in it in the first year or two. Like, I'm gonna be like learning mm. the ropes and seeing like contract negotiations and all that stuff. I love getting people deals. Like, I do all my own deals. Like my Puma stuff and like, gaming and Telstra and all that. I do all that stuff myself. Like, I, I yeah. thrive on that. So I reckon I'd be good at like maybe a talent agency or whatever, like getting blokes um, to do like a shoot or to do like yeah. apparels, my sponsor stuff. Like I reckon I'm really good at that. So that's something that I'd, I'd like to do early days as well. So I could do that off the bat. But management, I think like I'd be good for athlete management. So I've got to understand other codes and other sports. So I've got to like kind of delve into a lot of things for that. But I'm, I'm, I'm good to go, man. I can't wait. Do you think that you'll stay involved at the Lions? Um, if I'm staying in Brisbane, yeah. Like, I want to stay in Brisbane, but, like, for this stuff to happen, it's usually Melbourne or, you know, yeah. a bigger city. But, like, Melbourne's too busy for me. Like, I'm from Tassie. Like, when I went to Melbourne, it was, it was hectic. Coming yeah. up to Brisbane, was a bit more normality in my life. But um, our, our team's moving, up to, moving out to Springfield, which is, like, uh, 40 minutes from Brisbane. Yeah. Down this way. Oh, down this way. Yeah, like, south. So we're going there next year. So if I'm going to do anything with AFL, I don't want to do coaching or anything like that. I'd like to do development with yeah. a player, like yeah. the development and that kind of stuff and like hone their skills and make them a better player. That's what I would do. But not like sitting in meetings all day and talking about footy because that's not my, yeah, that's not my jazz. And, but do you, are you going to keep it, trying to invest in yourself as like a personality? Because I feel like yeah, that's yeah, probably nah, like I will. a I just got to find point. what that is. Yeah. Um, like YouTube, I don't want to be a YouTuber, but like doing that stuff, so much fun. And like mm. seeing the numbers and seeing if an episode does good or does bad. Like I kind of get an adrenaline rush from that. Mm. And I kind of want to be more like um, 
interviewing blokes like for Channel 7 if I like you want to get to know a player before the game like I'll just do that kind of stuff mm. uh, talking to a player and you know, seeing them going out to the community with them and learning about their, their history and culture or whatever like that kind of stuff like tickles my balls yeah 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 fuck man but I there's, feel so, like- there's so many opportunities I just got to find out what I want to do I don't want to be like stuck in this limbo of doing too much like I want to hone into one or two things and one or two like one or three things yeah yeah but in saying that I mean I've got a small family I want to make sure I can you know, get paid well yeah I uh well bikes bike tester. Well they well what do they do? You just go test bikes, get paid to test bikes. Oh, well, Husvana, Shad Husvana the other day, that was sick. Yeah, how, so how was that experience? Good. For you? So I got my L's. So I don't know, like it's it's a grey area with with AFL. Like in our contracts, you can't do extreme, extreme sports. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it's fine line saying what it is, like snowboarding, dirt bikes, whatever it is. Um, but like obviously, I grew up with motorbike riding. It was so much fun. Um, so that was a, like that took me back to my childhood. It was awesome. And I want to get like a dirt bike that goes on road so I can kind of go to and from. Mm. But that's what I mean. Like if the club gets a sniff of it and they're like, nah, look, this is not looking good or whatever it is, I've got to stop straight away. So that's where I'm kind of like leaning towards like what do I do with it? But um, there's a lot of blokes in the AFL who ride motorbikes. They just don't put it on social media or whatever. Because mm. if anything happens and it's like, why the fuck is he riding a motorbike? Like one bloke was wakeboarding and hurt his shoulder and he's like a gun of the competition. No. And the journalists went after him. And he just won the Brownlow last year. Oh, really? He won the best in the comp last year. Right, so, right. like, yeah. So, he was, like, um, no clubs really wanted him or anything after he, like, hurt his shoulder, wakeboarding, had a, like, average year. And then he just, like, just put together, like, three years of just bang and then won it. So, now he's the best player in the comp. But, like, these things I'm talking about for, like, people to have good mentality off the field. Yeah. Will make them that much happier on and play better. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's a risk, but for clubs, they, like... Oh, man, to, that's their money. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. If, you, if he doesn't play, they're not winning games. So that's where it's at. Imagine being that guy. A lot of pressure. No, it is, it, it but I guess you get paid accordingly though, right? Well, no, you still get paid no matter what. No, but I mean, like, he's probably, if he's the best player in the club, then he's probably getting oh, paid. Oh, he's on some serious bucks. So I'd say, say, like, fuck snow, um, whatever yeah, it is, what he's doing. Yeah. Like, I was, <laughs> fuck a wakeboard. <laughs> Mate, he been like eight to a meal probably. So he's like, yeah, mm. I, can, I can hold off for another 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, good point but how so how was the experience it was of really good. after a, after really a long good. time off the bike like i can do like i'm fairly fit like as an average person so like I, was, I when i was riding i was like man i blew up i did, did two i did, did two laps no shit i was like i need a, i took like two breaks i needed i need my in here like holding on like that was gone i was getting like a bit of an arm pump again which was awesome but like sucked yeah like oh the mems and my groins and my hips, man, that was like, t- I don't know how hard it was because fucking Wilson kept telling me, like, oh, grab the bike hard with your legs. It's really good for you, like, to take corners and stuff. And I was like, having a crack at it. Like, I gave it a bit more speed. And I was like, oh, man, like, sit on your toes and it's better for you to take corners. And then I just started getting, like, cramps and shit. He, he can fucking run. Man, man, he was fanging past me and he sprayed me too, the bastard. If you're watching this, <laughs> and Sammy too. You big bastard. He actually, I'll shout out Sammy. He, that's probably the best I've seen him ride. Oh, really? Ever, I reckon. No, he looked good. So I was like, I just expect him to be good. He's been running for his whole life. Yeah, yeah, but no, he doesn't only really ride that good. Oh, really? Nah. I must so he's showing off or no? I, was, I think it's because all the cameras were So there. I was making a break it. So if you fucked up, he was like, at least I had a crack. Yeah, yeah, nah. He, he was actually, because I pulled in behind him at one point and I was like, Phew. So where are you on the scale of actually like. I smoke him. On the scale of like. Him, Me to, like where this is like pro riding. Like where are you and him? Uh, Way back. Like four, five? Well, D. So D's pro. Oh, so uh, D's pro? Yeah. So A, B, C, D? Yeah. And what are you using? 
So D D's like pro. Like he he was winning. So D Oh did, D Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying like there's gradings like A B C oh, D. No, D Wilson, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. so he he's pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he uh Man, he was humming. Yeah, so he was winning like the under nineteens championship in like twenty fifteen and he, oh, he actually died on the track. He had like this massive crash, hit his head. They like pretty much pronounced him dead. Like they had police what? doing the whole thing. He got like airlifted to hospital. He was in a coma for fucking ages. And um, he said he was talking about it when you left. Actually, I didn't know. I was gonna I, say I thought like, you were around for it. No. Um, but yeah. So, but he still rips. Like if he took so he it, can't go pro again. Like he can't do it because of I that. Think he could. He's a plumber now. Like yeah, it's okay. just yeah. Is it more like health and safety? Or is it like fuck? I don't want to do that again. I don't know. I actually yeah. I'm not sure. How did it happen? Uh, was it? Do you remember? Was it first turn crash or something? Um, not quite sure. Not quite first turn would have been hectic. It was like yeah, fuck load of bikes on him. I know. I know he hit his head. Did he get run over? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure, but yeah. So he hit his head real bad, and then he was like in a coma Damn. and stuff. But yeah, so but on your scale, like, where are you compared to him? Then I would be like just above average. Of like the no average way. rider, I reckon. Nah, come on, man. Yeah, nah. Average rider's pretty shit. I'm an average rider. My brother is far, like way faster than me. So it's like pro. Yeah. My brother. Yeah. Me, Sammy. And then I'm fucking bottom. And then you're just, <laughs> un- you're just under. I was Sammy. shitting myself going. I, was, I feel like I was going that fast. I don't. I don't reckon it'd take you that long. But. Oh no! Nah, just like the first thing in. I've never ridden a 350 before. I've been like 250 max. One yeah. two, I was like, I was 125 for like my whole life. I loved... Even XR80, bro. Really? <laughs> yeah. I loved that you had one of those 125s. The CR125, man, is was my, my pride and joy. I used, I used to get... I used to... Effort, I used to be shit with a nut cleaner. I used to blow up all the time. I had to get rebuilt a couple of times. Cost an arm and leg. That was fuming. But you like, would have been the most fucking pain in the ass. Oh, man. And like, because we lived in like rural areas, like horses galore. And me and my mates used to fang past and like they would go crazy. Mum broke his leg. Uh, and the owners came up to the house and like sprayed us. And dad was just like, fuck off, off my property net. Like, it was just, I was like, oh, the first time I seen him like that, I'd say, get away. And I was like, yeah, dad, what's up? He's like, nah, fucking you get inside. And I was like, <laughs> sorry, dad. I, <laughs> took my bike off me. I reckon the cra- I was there's something I've been thinking about recently is just the the freedom you can give a kid when you give him a motorcycle. Oh man, like to be a young kid yeah. on a fucking one two five. I wouldn't have had to trust myself. Like I think about that. I used, now. To, I used to literally cut off my back guard, like pretending I was Brian Deegan. I'd have the vet. <laughs> I'd have my shirt off with the pants and stuff on, and I'd have like the the body armor on, on here with a helmet and it's like just pretend I'm doing that stuff like hitting like little shitty jumps and like pretending I'm doing like no footers and can cans and all that stuff I was like just fixated on how cool he was because I mean, that's what I mean like I was my idol growing up when you, when you were talking I was like that's sick That it's a trip I was talking to Dean uh, Lucas like, he's been here a couple of days yeah. and we, we sort of only get to catch up once a year and um, I said he was like is it a trip that you like talk to Deegan and I'm like not, doing the podcast with him is like one thing like I kind of expect that yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. kind of my job, job. You know? and there's people that come on and you talk to them and it's not like your homies yeah, after yeah, it yeah. or like you know you just do it He's it's, like, like, oh, like I gotta a, go it's a thing and then you post it yeah, and then yeah. it makes you money and then yeah, you do yeah. the next one <laughs> yeah. but with with the crazy thing with him is like we're like fucking full business dudes let's like, go you know, like texting about like YouTube algorithms and are you doing a short channel what was his thing Militia Militia Meta, Army? Meta Militia? Fuck. Mm. They had the good riders on there too. Yeah, yeah. Like would, Twitch? Yeah. What was Twitch's name? Jeremy something. Jeremy Stenberg. Jeremy Stenberg. Yeah. And that's Fuck. Twitch and Scummy. Who was Bubba? Remember the fact Bubba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what's his name? What was Bubba's name? Oh, you wouldn't know. Can oh, we pull up, pull up Bubba real quick? 
Krusty Demons. Krusty Demons. I can't remember his name. He was actually in here when we did the Seth Enslow no podcast. No way. Yeah, because we did the Seth Enslow podcast. still boys. Yeah, yeah. They're still fucking homies. He was so big. But Bubba, him down Bubba Downhill there. Crash. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus. He was crazy, man. He was a really nice guy, actually. I really wanted Surely to get all of would be, wouldn't him. They? Yeah, I wanted to get him on when Seth come on. Oh, have you um, hung out with uh, 199 before? Yeah. He's done He seems like he's a sick bloke. He's a fucking animal. You and him. He looks like a bit of a dork. You and him. Nah, he's a full ADD he's not? send fest. Like he's always he's, like this. Like, I'm talking about Trace Pastrana. Yeah, nah, he. Uh, I think that's like a pretty, pretty <laughs> I good I remember little. this clip, man. Yeah, this is such a throwback. So this, is like, this is the kind of stuff that got me going as a kid. Hell yeah. Put what music? Yeah, where's the, on where's this? the sound on this? I wonder this? if this is going to get us. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I used to froth this shit that, so yeah, hard. Yeah. And then he like he like he fakes it going down a hill, yeah, he jumps out, and it's right. like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there. I just want to have something on the throttle alone. Yeah, they're just sitting there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's good editing. That is good. Eh? Uh, it, oh fuck! I forget all this man, shit. Eh? I watched it the other day when Did like you? Seth's are you. Flat, flies up a hill and then smacks his shin he's like if there's no blood in the picture it's not a good picture right or something like that and I was like that's iconic for me the the one that's uh, turned down a bit right <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> fuck that's off. what I mean like the oh. shit they used to do was so cool and this probably started Jackass to be honest oh dude that was <laughs> where the launching fuck, where is this hill it has to be like Arizona or somewhere like in the hills or California yeah that'd be like full with Cali wouldn't it yeah like full uh, like Temecula sort of <laughs> surrounding area oh shit Bubba what a uh, do you remember that go to the the Dunes one where Seth oh and he lands on the bikes oh. and that's the first time they met him like half the bikes yeah, first time and, and, like, and they're like who the fuck is that guy it's like Jeremy McGrath yeah yeah Jeff all the Emig, big riders like, man all the biggest name yeah dudes. and he's, he's comes in and like launches onto the onto oh they just sit on yeah this one the, oh, yeah, that mate, one it's yeah. crazy man it's so he nuts. fucks a bunch of people's bikes up so this, we're doing this for the AFL fans that tune in that might have yeah, never that, seen yeah. this this is what I used to love Oh my! Like, wh- makes no sense. What? What is? We was gonna land. Yeah. So that's what. That's what's obviously happened. Go back, Ryan. So let's watch this again. And like, he's jumping on these like factory bikes <laughs> that are just worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars, just frame cases. And he's on like an RM250 shit. RM250. Look at that yeah. helmet, dude. Oh my god. Have you ever seen that, Ryan? Bruh. You've literally got like Jeremy McGrath there. One eight hundred collect you'd, you'd Fox see him. Gear. You'd see him. How cool is their old gear though? Like their pants oh. are shit. That's fucking. Vintage. I've got I've got one of those bikes. That one right there. That's vintage. Yeah, got got one of those bad boys. The boys was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing here? Yeah. What the is fuck was gl- that about? Is it wearing sunnies? Yeah. <laughs> LBZ baby. Yeah, that I also had that long sleeve there. Did you? Yeah, loved LBZ. Fuck, I love this. All of this is for all of the AFL fans yeah. that are tuning who, who in right now. That who would like, have never nah, seen I've never talked about this in my life. Really? Never. Oh, I fucking love it. Dude, that bike right now, if you... Tr- like, I what, bought, are you worth money? I bought mine for seven grand. No! <laughs> yeah. So one that I got stolen, fuck. Yeah. Oh, dude, my 2002 CR125? Be worth a packet, bro. There's Emig, one of the best yeah. dudes to ever race Supergrass. They were just so confused. They just didn't know what was going on, eh? Watch him. He's like, I'm just standing here. And the next minute's like, this camp's launching on my bike. Dude, the crashes yeah, that he like, had. I know, he was actually nuts. 
Yeah, real nice dude too. But did he actually have anything wrong with him, or he's just like, fuck, I got to launch it to make money? Dude, that's the thing. Like, and Deegan was the same. Like, that's one of my favorite lines from a Deegan, the Deegan podcast was uh, where he's like, he's like talking about people that hate on him for making money. He's like, yeah, hey, yeah. there's the fucking jumps. Yeah, go you and do send it. it you pussy. do it. Yeah, you do <laughs> it. Literally said, you know, because yeah, these were just guys that came from nothing. Yeah, hundred percent. Just nowhere. Yeah, and gutter a, kids. Yeah, and it's the same as like jackass. You know, who was the bloke that did the first backflip? Oh, that was um, Kerry Car- Hart. Hart. Yeah. yeah, another guy. You yeah, know, like just and now you like obviously you dated pink and shit, but like he's married to her. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, married. Yeah, had kids and stuff. I thought they broke up for a bit. Anyway, I that's that's they, that's. I think they did. That's like People Magazine. I don't know too much, but um, hey, when he did first on that sketchy backflip on that dirt thing and then launch into the water, I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, do you remember that or not? The yeah. first backflip ever. Yeah. So he landed a sketchy like. Yeah, he went like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but still, like. Well, the crazy thing too is like, if you want to, like, if you want to go learn a backflip, you got so much better right stuff to right now. Yeah, yeah. you got like you those go the foam, foam pits, and you got that that ramp that's kind of like what is that ramp made of? Like just plastic shit you know the one that's got like a, a safe thing on it oh the resi yeah, yeah, yeah so they yeah, got yeah. like a like a plastic thing yeah this, oh, is, this is it he got so high oh this is so nice Look at oh and so he'd never is that claim is that actually the first one yeah yeah 100 percent. that's the first one yeah um but there that's just like straight to dirt yeah just guessing I, I think he said he went to like tj lavin's house what and, did, he have and like did it a... on a bmx bike no shot can you imagine how the fuck to go from a BMX to that? Yeah. And he was so high too. Like, he's in no man's land. He's like, what am I doing now? Yeah, that's like not an easy way to nah. do a backflip by nah, like he was any measure. Um, do, you, do you think that you're the, like, you've come from fucking essentially jackass, yeah. wannabe, stuntman yep. shit, and motocross and skating, and then yep. you end up making it footy? Like, do you just feel like you're the kind of person, or maybe you don't have to relate this to yourself, but just do you think there's just people out there that they're just gonna make it at something yeah. like they're just born to do something where like a lot of people are gonna know who that person is oh, I think I, I, I do think about that sometimes like, I always think like what would I have been doing if I didn't play footy like Roth, mm. I, in my head like I'll be doing something that would have been to, to me cool or crazy or something like like that like I always wanted to be like free someone across or a stuntman or like a you know jackass guy so that was always like to show. I always used to be show off. Mm. That's why I like so people with that personality like who show off a lot or not like have arrogance about them, but like confident they can do something or get get something to laugh or that kind of shit. Like I always thought I'd be doing something that would be showing off. Like I get to show off on the field now, mm. trying to be a tough guy and stuff. And that's 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 fun for me. Yeah. So like that kind of thing that that image you put put out there or per, the perception of yourself. Like I love. I was always going to do that. Something like that. But that's just their, their stuff. They're doing is just neck level. Like, I'm never going to do. It. Yeah, but there's, I mean, you just ended up being somebody. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That, like a lot I of people, if, yeah. and I think, oh, like Seth Enslow. Yeah. Like he was probably always going to be a guy that like everybody that's knew something. who that he was yeah, going to yeah. be, whether it was, you know. That's always, a, that's always the question though. Like it's, it's probably the, if he didn't send that bike, yeah. like who would have been anyone? Just been like some guy who wasn't good at motocross and just did that. Yeah. Just some crazy guy rocks up and just does some stupid shit. But because of that, then he started doing like the biggest jumps in the world, setting records and making his name that way. So I think it's all about moments. Yeah. Like my moment was when I was working with dad and it was too hard. And I was like, nah, I'm playing AFL. Mm. Then, then that was my goal. Yeah, yeah, right. And with that, if that, it was more money for me then it wasn't like what would be a good job. Yeah. Like, because I, I didn't see myself making money, jumping off shit or any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I saw like footy was like the next best thing. If I didn't make footy, then I probably would have done something else. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I wonder that a lot yeah. of times like with 
people you know guys like yourself like you know you, you just you're around people well i'm i get fucking paid to be around yeah, people that yeah. have like done shit that's worth talking yeah, yeah, about 100%. and everyone's just got like a vibe about them to where it's like it just makes sense yeah, yeah. that that person is like famous for doing yeah. something you know there's some people i see like that are famous for like tiktok stuff like i don't oh, i don't know like just like yeah, weird viral I, yeah. shit i'm like no oh, that's kind of annoying but that's just what they do they up at the times now like if you get viral and you get famous and you make money like that's not your fault it's for the people like even these rappers and stuff like I'm an island boy like those guys oh. are like fucking what now like but they're probably rolling in it just for doing that dude so you, I don't know man those island boys do you, do you watch uh, do you watch No Jumper yeah yeah, that yeah. Guy, see uh, I fucking love that dude he, see that's what I mean like he probably started out just doing like a normal podcast stuff and now he's just got the biggest names like want to go on his show to get that word out dude so crazy I, I, I'd love to do the podcast with him he uh, I've actually got someone in surely his, he can get in contact somehow I've got someone's he, email does he, does he get like asked to be on podcasts yeah yeah, yeah he, he goes on them a bunch of yeah, times okay. um, he's a fucking G that dude but it's crazy so my first uh, well it's crazy in my mind yeah yeah uh, my first thing that I did was like this motocross website called mxdaily.com.au yeah. I remember like, that no you don't was it mag- it wasn't a magazine nah no, nah, it was like an online thing it was like one of the first like blogs oh. in moto in Australia okay. and then that's why I was like I'll buy a camera and then I'll like make shit and yeah, I'll put yeah. it on the internet because no one else this is before YouTube I was putting shit <laughs> okay. on Vimeo yeah, and um but he, he, yeah, he <laughs> I know, I know, there's no one else who would surely I still got a fucking Vimeo, Vimeo channel Let's with go. like all this old shit yeah, yeah. but um he he started a, exactly the same thing but it, I think it was called um We The People or mm. like it was like a um it was just a BMX blog yeah yeah and then that's what he was like fully into bmx and then he was doing oh, like okay. these he owned like this bmx store yeah and then um these guys would come in to uh do his podcast like bmx guy but then there was like rappers that were like friends with the bmx then, and- then he'd interview the rappers and then his rap thing got big good on him and yet yeah you just think like that's just a dude that was like always gonna be yeah yeah you know something like well, he some had, people like, he would have, have he would have had ambitions and stuff it's all about like men- your mental like what do you want to do like mm. if you can that's what I keep like relaying back to the Seth thing like if you're not gonna no one's gonna do that or if you think like you could be really good at something like why wouldn't you go for it or yeah. it's hard if people like see someone come up and like well I can do I can do podcasting better than him like what the mm. fuck would he be doing it's, it's like they've put the time and effort into it like it's gonna it's always going to happen for you or if something mm. you have that drive and that um, professionalism you want to do something really well like you said it before like you don't do it half ass. like if you did this half ass, like did an episode once in a blue moon and kind of invested in like a nice table and mics and stuff then you're not going to be where you're at are you yeah surely not yeah no, so it's, no. it's, it's, that's what I mean like it's, 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 it's what you put into it and your work ethic and your drive and like obviously where you want to get to in life but I definitely what you said before about like you're not that good of a footy player and you just like work real hard. Mm. I definitely did not have that perspective as a kid. And if there's like, I fucking hate, I hate to even be referenced ever in any way, shape or form as like a role model to kid like kids yeah like i swear we smoke weed on here like there's a lot of fucking carry on <laughs> yeah. that, that takes place like yeah so for that lane like i'm definitely not a role model but in terms of like the it's message like being yourself one of they yeah i just yeah i've wanted to do it for a long time so yeah. it's like i don't want to fucking act yeah. but um but in terms of like the messaging that's like one important thing that i love when people like yourself say because when i was a kid i just didn't really think fully understand that it was hard work that made yeah, people 100%. I just thought it was talent mm. and I was just so 
thought I was yeah. not talented. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you know, people were like, oh, you got a gift for the podcast. Oh, fucking, I've done a lot of them. Like, <laughs> it's like experience, man. I've done a lot yeah, at this yeah. point. But you know, I did not get that whole concept of hard yeah. work does pay off until like kind of later when I started. I thought I always applied hard work to like a job. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I thought oh, I can't be good at this sport. I can't be good at motocross. Yeah. I can't be good at because I'm just not talented enough. Yeah, okay. And I've just for, since doing the podcast, you just hear these stories of people just over and over of like, oh, I wasn't that good at this. I wasn't that yeah, good at yeah. that. I just work real hard. I think that that's probably like the most important message to get out yeah. there. Yeah. On that as well, like I think if you don't think you're talented at one sport, try or you are good at one sport, try others. I always tell these kids when I go to clinics, like try as many sports or as mm. many things as you can because you don't know what you're going to be good at. Like I was good at AFL and I was good at other sports too, but when it came down to it, it was like I was the best at AFL out of everything I tried. So why wouldn't I try with that? Like I, if you're saying like you didn't feel talented in certain things, like obviously you're not going to be doing podcasts as a kid, so you wouldn't know that's yeah, going to yeah. be your future, eh? Yeah. So if you felt like less talented at one thing, it's because probably you weren't like the best in your class or the best in your, in your club doing that. Yeah. So that's where you probably get like pigeonholed into saying like, oh, I'm not talented growing up. Like you don't really know about hard work until you have to actually have to get put in place and try it like to do it because you can do hard as like hard work at school but like it's fucking school like you know, like i know yeah. some kids are full bookworms and book nerds like that's probably what they are really good at like they're good at uh maths and science or like you like that kind of stuff science and um doing well with grades or whatever it is fucking like loser just yeah you get picked on for that but like that's what you're good at i wasn't good at any of that stuff i was like well i'm not going to be a, like a a tech person or well, yeah. I kind of actually love tech but I'm not going to be someone who's going to be working in a in a um, office or something like that sitting behind a desk for the rest of my life I can't do that I have to be outside Yeah, I have to be like really active and stuff so just knowing that you've tried a lot of things and you can find out what you're good at because you could be something randomly good at Yeah. so that's what I'll always tell you just try as many sports like I'm at an AFL clinic I'm saying just try any other sport as well because you never know yeah and, so, I, and I think too um you don't enjoy something until you're good at it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, you kind of... Why the fuck would you keep doing it if you you don't like doing it? Yeah, and it's but like... It's like the job. Like the, see, I don't know. I always... When I say like the average person, it's hard to like say because they don't have that opportunity to like do something that's they love doing like I do. Yeah. So if I bitch about like football, like, oh, you know, it's a job to me, which it is. It's obviously business. Like I got... You know, I've been cut before, so I know it's like... Yeah, they'll yeah. Get, rid of, get rid of me in a heartbeat. So why wouldn't I like just think it's a job? But I love that I get to do something that I enjoy doing. Like, it's a fucking good job. So I'm always going to give it everything I've got. But I, I don't feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for people that are working offices and they go, oh, I fucking got work on Monday. It's hard jobs and stuff. Like, you can kind of change that. I know some people can't. Yeah. Because they, they probably don't have any Well, you skills. can, but it'll take a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that's, just, that's the problem. And so you can, you can definitely try to do something else, but... I'll just say, just it's, when you're a kid growing up or in high school, just try as much shit as you want. Yeah. And so what, what sort of advice not advice but like what's your style with your kids now as like yeah. a guy that's kind of made it and your kids are old enough to yeah. know that you've made it and they watch you do games and yeah, they yeah. watch you fucking do good they watch yeah. you do bad like what's the lessons that you try and instill in your kids oh, like the yeah. most important lessons the first thing I want because obviously I've got money and stuff I don't want to like spoil them but I do see those moments when they've got like if he wants a new scooter or he wants a new toy or something like I'll just give in like well I can buy it for him let's just get it for him but when I've gotten older and experienced like with my child and stuff or my children is like making him earn it so like everyone says like you, got, like you get silver spoon as a kid like whatever like you didn't get you didn't earn anything and you see a lot of that with these private school boys or whatever it is in footy now like they just think they deserve games or they should be playing and they're not playing like they get that little entitlement butt, yeah that little butt hurt mentality 
Um, so with the kids, I'll just make sure they earn everything they get. Like, they've just got to earn it no matter what. And and with Chance, my son, he loves, like, coming to my footy games and doing stuff around football and always hanging out with me. He's always on my hip. He's like a tagger. He's always there. I just, like, I, I don't say... He doesn't play AFL yet. He plays rugby. Yeah. Because, like, that's what his mates are doing. So I'm like, let's go play rugby, play soccer, play basketball, whatever. If you want to play AFL, just do it. I don't push him into doing that, even though... It'd be awesome if you did and he was good at it because then you'd be able to pay the bills and I'd be able to retire early and yeah. look after me. But no, I just like let him be him, like whatever his personality is. If he wants to do something else and just go for it. Yeah. And what about in terms of like, you know, work ethic and, you know, like yeah, yeah. The, those kind of uh, lessons in, in that sense? Like what's the I most think, important I think you just, I think you ever have it. Like for me, like if you, if you want to work hard at something, like it kind of, yeah, because I watched my dad and he was a hard worker, so I was like, oh, that's what it takes. Yeah. But if you don't have that, like, father um, father figure or something, you just, you just got to figure out someone that you can idolize or who you do idolize and see what they do. I know it's hard sometimes because you probably can't get in contact with a player or a, mm. a motocross rider and see what they do behind the scenes, but it's all about homework and just doing it that way. I know I, I can tell you right now to your face, it takes hard work to be very good at something. It's not just mm. going to give and give to you, so... It's just hard to say that, but the, the reason why we do clinics and stuff is to teach these kids these things who might not be seeing it from other people. So mm. it's a tough one, but yeah, you just, I, I, just, I don't want to say you're born with hard work because you just, it's just, you don't want to fail. That's yeah. just what I've been growing up with. It is. That's like kind of. It's one hard, of the, man. Like it's a hard thing to say. Like, how do you teach a kid hard work when yeah. if they don't want to do something, they won't do it as a kid. Yeah, like there's different age groups. And so, what about having kids young? Yeah, I started at 24. I wanted them earlier really yeah me and my partner we tried like literally probably two months in we'd like yeah let's have kids really yeah like after like first meeting her what the fuck moved in like two weeks she like didn't leave my house for like two weeks and like moved in like a month later bro we, oh, i told her that i was like you're getting you got a good life like yeah. this is what happens what a wicked bro so we're like we've uh, we so we got together when i was 21 i think so we've been together for ages and we've, obviously we've had breakups during then and i fucked up a few times whatever through the whole process and stuff but like for, without her I wouldn't be where I am either so you gotta give her a pat on the back and let her know so but yeah I, yeah, wanna, I, I cannot wanna, see I wanna, you being this successful if you weren't nah, in a long no, relationship no way bro she's a, you're a fucking she's wild put man. up with so much shit no she's a legend um when you're saying that with the, having kids early is like that put me on the straight and narrow straight away yeah like that was like fuck now it's not about me it's about it's about other people yeah and like if I if I do bad or something then you know they're not, they're not gonna have oh it was more the fact like if I was getting in trouble and stuff would he be proud of me like that's mm. why I kind of like there's so many deep things like when you're going through stuff with kids like when he googles me when he's older what's he gonna say yeah like that kind of shit and, and that then, shit plays on your mind oh like, man instantly. like I, like every decision and stuff like it's usually about that stuff so even when my mum was like um, you're embarrassing our family name when I was like getting in a lot of trouble oh. like because all because she's Jehovah's Witness like she's like full blown yeah. churchy. So like when she'd go to the congregation and go to the meetings, like it'd be like that. But she, your son Mitchell, what's he up to now? This yeah. this run of my kid, blasphemous. Oh man, but yeah. So that kind of stuff always plays in you. And I was like, you know, I want to make her proud again. That's why I've changed a lot of shit. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. Still got a long time to live. Yeah, you can still fuck up. I got so many. I got so many. I got so many like runs on the board now. I got. I can just <laughs> wait till I finish, mum. Frank, frankly, yeah, you do what you want now. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> nah. Yeah, because I can. Uh, like, I was just speaking to one of my mates yesterday. He just had his first kid uh, like two weeks ago, yeah. and he was like, he "It's was so like, funny seeing that transition, man. Like, even seeing the Instagram posts, like, oh, you, I fell in love with you straight away. Like yeah. all this, like really like corny shit. But man, it's like, true. First time you see that little f- that kid, like, 
Bruh, like it's you, you don't even know it and you love it you do anything for it straight away it's a, it's a weirdest feeling but like even when I see it now like people post about their kids like having newborns I'm like oh man that's ugly baby and like like I know yeah. you, I know you love it but like come on man <laughs> don't have to post that stuff but it's honestly the way you feel like you don't know what to do it's like oh my god I love this thing yeah that's what he was saying it's, it's the like, feeling like you, you don't have with anything unless maybe a puppy or some shit like that's probably the best thing you can get close to yeah but even then like, even then it's like it's, a, it's not your kid and the puppy's like oh, I haven't talked about it. anyway that's another story but yeah he said he's like I was watching his missus go through this. He's like, it's the craziest deal because oh, you're watching man. your missus go through this shit and you Actual can't do agony. anything to Actual help agony, her. Bro. And you're just like, fuck, I'm so useless. I'm so useless. And then he's like, and then the fucking kid pops yeah, out yeah. and then you, everything, everything in your life before, he's like, you're just looking at it's a fucking crazy. kid. It's It's a corny as shit, but like it's the... Oh no, it's only one feeling you can ever have of that. And it's like a birth of a child. Like it's crazy, man. Does it change as you have more? Huh? Does it change as you have more? Like the second one, you're just like, ah, fuck, big deal. No, 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 because like, because I went boy and the girl, so yeah. I've got another girl on the way now. So I reckon the third time we'll be like, oh, I know, what's, I know what's going on, so I'm better prepared for it. Like the second one, my first baby was um, breech, so it was C-section. Yeah. And the second one, Charlie, she was, she came out like the, the traditional way, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay, that's that's what they're talking about. Real. Yeah, but even the C-section, man, like they're so ruthless with it. Like, and this is a whole, I don't know what you guys want to listen to. Know, it. Mate, so when they're cutting open, like they're just like, pfft, like just dragging it out, and then like I hear you cut the, cut the baby's cord, and I was like, Pugh. I was just like, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Man. <laughs> this like, is a fucking No blood fucking book can prepare you for that shit. Just straight alien. And then like the traditional way, it was like more like, oh, I've seen that on movies, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like when she just cut her open, I was like, "No, what is this?" They're like, "Yes, stand on the other end," because a lot of people pass out. I was like, "No, nah, I'm a man. Like, show me." I was like, "Oh my fuck!" It's probably looked the exact same as your eye. Yeah, hundred percent. Fuck, have you seen that picture? No. Go on Robo's Instagram. Yeah, my Instagram. This is a heavy shot. I fucking you can, love this. I don't know if it's if there's a video on there or not. Yeah, I got shit mixed. Yeah, you get, well, so what happened? So I just went back with a flight and um, this a guy from the other team, the old team is to You'll play for. You'll know when you see Yeah, it. you know when I see it. Um, his elbow just copped it sweet in my eye. Oh, can you post a, a lot, eh? Yeah, it's all about... Fuck, your missus looks like a G. Yeah, there, there, there. Oh, that's so hectic. Yeah, so I had like... So that happened before half time, and like I was like, fuck, this... Like when he was jabbing, it was the worst pain. The staples felt fine. Yeah. But that coming... When I, when I was taping my top eyebrow near my eye... That was just felt rank. Like I didn't feel pain. It was just like just a weird just stapling, yeah. literally like a staple gun. But yeah, they had that. How does it look now? Have you got much oh, of a scar? No, oh. it's when like it's it scars a little bit. You just have to be like in a, in a good light to see it. Yeah, but I've had shitloads of um like stitches and stuff. That was my first staples. Fuck. But yeah, that was gnarly. That was like um literally that would happen for half time and then just went in and got stapled up and I was back out of the field and the bloke's like what the fuck what happened to you? like one of my good mates Eddie Betts so like I ran up to him and like tackled him and I got up <laughs> and he literally like looked at me and goes what happened to-? like no one really knew about it so <laughs> have you got a video of this shot where, yeah where I think so um, probably yeah this. go up I, I put it on the yeah the oh fuck it's like a, it's, this is one of my gaming montages so I just like that oh. just smack me in the face how's the f- oh bruh yeah this is my gaming stuff you look like the hardest cunt in the world on Fortnite for yeah, like so I was a pl- week. Yeah, so I was playing that. Was Bang! Fun. Yeah, it was fun though. I, I like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, that's when you I know love it. blood. Like, I, if I get blood, like they try and give you towels and that. And I'm like, nah, don't touch it. <laughs> let, let it, it run. Let, let it go. Good photo first. Um. Yeah, that's. Uh. Yeah, that's no joke. How's yeah. the like when your skin pops? It was just like, like it must be. A, it it must be. A, you feel like a quick bl- like rush to the wherever it is. And you're mm. like, oh shit! Like you just feel like it's 
And just you hear nothing and then like he's like, oh, okay, you always do that first. Like, is it going to bleed or not? And mm. then you're like, yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> but it's all good. I don't mind it. Yeah. That's, that's it comes ca- with the game, man. Like if you get more blood rules, you look like a mad dog. Yeah, that's character. Yeah. Do you still in like, so you just fully enjoy like just- I love, I love the, playing. The thrashings. I love playing games. I hate everything else about it. Yeah, right. Everything else. Like trainings, like I like doing some sort of training, like staying fit and getting paid to stay healthy and that. Like, I don't hate meetings and everything, but it's just like, I've been doing it for so long. It's so repetitive. Mm. Um, getting better as a team is awesome. Like, seeing our trajectory and where we're going, like that, that's, that gets me, like, really excited and, like, I love that part of it. Like, sometimes doing clinics and, like, repetitive stuff when you absolutely spend after training, you got to go out to do functions and that. That's me like, yeah, man, this is tough. But in saying that, like, it's one of the best jobs in the world, man. Like, it's you're a professional athlete. Like, we don't get paid like the American sports do, but yeah, it's handy to have that um security are you are you like naturally fit you reckon no 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 i gut run a lot so there's blokes in our team who are like really good runners gut gut runner so like you're not fit oh you're not like um you're not gonna beat these guys but like in a game when there's a ball in a body and i've got to like run to beat people like i'll just like gut run it so it comes from like down here not from like your lungs yeah so they call it gut running like you you just like just get get, get through the pain get through the pain and go do what you do but like running laps and stuff i hate it man like that's Right now, I hate running laps. We run like this morning. We ran um, six one-minute runs, like fast as you can go, for six, like one minute, one-minute rest, and then we did six thirty-second sprints. Like it's, it doesn't sound like much, but we're doing it with like no recovery and stuff. And then a five-minute all-out. Yeah. So that was like seven thirty. Finished at eight thirty, like whatever it was. And then by the end of it, you just feel sick. Like I'm done. What What's your when you like gut running in games? Like what's your headspace? We run. You just don't think about it. You just get it done. But some blokes like it hurts so much, you just don't do it. You just can't do it because you just you're in pain. But we run like 13 um, to 14 Ks a game. So it's a fair bit. Yeah. And the game, like 100, Fuck, 120 minutes. Lot, yeah, 120 man. minutes. Some blokes run like 16 plus Ks and they're freaks. Like they're the naturally fit, fit fuckers. So would you, is... is I could uh, run a 3K now, like in about 10, 1030 or something like that, 1040. But is like that, the, is that the, good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Like the, the best runs in AFL running like below 10s, like nine minutes. And that's like pretty good, pretty good pace. Uh, uh, AFL, for heavy boys, because we're pretty heavy for like runners. Um, uh, AFL boys, like, is that the fittest code you reckon in Australia? Uh, in, in terms of like us, and it's all different fitness. Like, our repeat sprints, like the NRL boys, probably wouldn't be the same. And like, I'll, I'll be, I watch some of their training. They do like tackling and then resting on the ground and get up and go. Like, that's that's hard fitness. Yeah. Like jujitsu, they'd be like that. Like being yeah. um, wrestling fitness or whatever it is. I, I like long distance and repeat and like a three sixty degree game. Like it, that's just full on. Like, yeah, would be more than soccer more than NRL union we run way more than those guys yeah the it's body different running and the body shapes like they're like fucking 100 plus all the blokes 100 plus kilos yeah I'm like 89 yeah yeah so, so that, that, that makes a there's a couple dudes though in the AFL that are just fucking specimens yeah there's, we've got a lot of like I reckon that that's like the best physical physical yeah, athletes yeah. a lot of know? girls have that too so that's always a good thing yeah yeah I reckon AFL boys have got the bods yeah because you got you can you can have best of both worlds you can be tall um, and kind of thick but athletic and ripped and stuff like yeah. you, that's what you kind of are um, or you can be like whatever you want really anybody type can play our game yeah, usually right. like with NRL you like you got to be thick and f- fucking just yeah it's more like a beast man <coughs> that's like that <laughs> just powerful beast those guys are the nfl like you've got to be within like measurements and shit 100%. and there's like combine we've got a blokes of- who are like nearly nearly like i don't know what the word for it is it's just a very small person he's like they're like one 1.5 or something like that they're like really really small really? caleb daniel he's one of the best players in, in the comp so what's his name caleb daniel Put, go, go, to his go Caleb daniel he's so he wears a helmet he's so small he wears wearing. a helmet he wears a helmet yeah there's only a few blokes wear helmets 
Yeah, that guy. Fucking hell. He's very attractive too, but like he's very, very, very small. Very, very, very small. Yeah, I don't know. He's quite little. Yeah, yeah I don't know how tall he is, but like I want to see his helmet. Yeah, we get one of playing. Where's his fucking lid? I don't know. He doesn't have any photos of him wearing a helmet. That's yeah. Well, makes sense. I, probably, I think you must take it off. Go to like Google and type in Cab Daniel. And then I want to see like the biggest fucking the biggest guy on our team. Our oh, biggest guy in the AFL. Who would that be? Oh, Tom Hawkins. Who's who's the full axe? Oh, yeah, he's got a lid. Now, we've got a guy on our team, and we call him Specimen. He's, like, hot as, and his body is just, like... Really? Yeah. Type in, um... Oh, fuck, what's his name now? Damn, what's his name? <laughs> oh, dude, there's, like... The one thing about Burley, there is that much puss getting around Burley when you're down here. Like, you just go anywhere on James Street, and it'll just it's just, like, a parade that just goes past. It's crazy. And you know what that comes with? What? Just Adonis men too. Marcus Adams. I don't know how I've got his name. Type in Marcus Adams. You just see these dudes. That yeah. Are just absolute skyscrapers with these yeah, yeah, like twelves. Yeah. Just every day, just yeah, walking. Hundred percent. Um, go go like one of the, yeah. Go to oh, any other spot. Look at the one up here. How's the beard the man can yeah, grow too? I, I cut his hair too, so it's like fucking look at that animal. Yeah, he's a good looking rooster too. Yeah, eh? he's just like and he's, he's turned into a really good player too. Like, so what's the stats like on him? How big is this dude? So he'd be like nearly probably hundred something kilos, like three percent body fat or something crazy like that. Like, wow. Yeah. How tall is he? One ninety something. One ninety four. One ninety five. Yeah. He's a fucking. But there's animal. a lot of blokes like that in the AFL. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It seems like the AFL has. Oh, is that him there in the middle? Which one? That. Yeah, that's his old team. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can just see like the size comparison. Yeah, he's just a beast. Yeah, so there's just some big boys in the. <laughs> yeah, in you, the you, AFL. Get, you get all types of shapes. You get blokes like a lot of 100 plus kilo blokes, but everyone's like between like seven. I'll say between 80 and 90. That's like probably the average. Yeah. But like they're all ripped and can run all day and do a lot of other things like jump tall. Yeah. But yeah. and you're getting hit from just different everywhere. Angles. Yeah, that's probably the best thing about it. Like you just you don't know where it's coming from. That's probably the worst thing in my mind. Best thing for it. me is like <laughs> you, you get like you get a sense of it though when you're out there, like where everyone's coming from. Yeah, that's why I always think like NFL and stuff. Like how the fuck do they know someone's behind them about to knock the ball out of hands or they don't know where the bloke's coming from? Like yeah, it's literally just in front of you. What sports do you like watching? Um, I do like watching. I love boxing. That's my number one sport. I love boxing. Yeah. Okay. Um, NFL is cool. Yeah. Uh, I do watch some basketball games. Only when there's big games on. Yeah. Um, I do watch UFC fights. Like all the boys, we've got a few big fans in our team. Yeah. And they love watching, so I go around the house and chuck it on. Yeah. What um with, with the boxing stuff? Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing? Yeah, like I a, reckon I will. I reckon I'll do a couple a of like fights after. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it'd be awesome. But I I've seen you on the bag. There was one guy. Which one? You've been. <laughs> <laughs> now there was one guy. There was one guy. Um, a, pro, a footy player who boxed after and got knocked out, and I was like, "Fuck, man! If that happened to me, it'd be really? pretty embarrassing." Yeah. What's the clip? Can we find it? <laughs> oh, I don't want to post on that because he actually passed away. Oh, like, recently. From that. Yeah, no, no, from that. Oh. But like from like other yeah, okay, stuff. Yeah, yeah so enough. I was kind of like, I don't want to laugh about it now. Yeah, but he got clipped. But he got, he got clipped. And I was like, "Fuck!" That made me double think. I'm like, man, like a lot of people would want want to see that happen to me. So like, it would sell a fight easy. Yeah. But like, if it did happen, I'd make sure I choose a, a bum. Yeah, I'm not yeah. fighting anyone that can actually throw hands. Is there anyone that you would fight? Oh yeah, yeah. But if I say it, we straight in the paper. Yeah, let's go. No, I'm not gonna let's I'm not, go. I'd, I'd love to do it for you, man, but I can't have it. Don't do it for me. Let's do it for you. Nah, let's get that PPV no. bag. Wait, baby. wait, wait. To, <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. I'll come back on before I retire and like call out some people. Oh, that'd be fucking. Yeah, awesome. we'll do it. I promise you that we'll do it. 
Yeah, because that's that's good for you, not yeah. me. Have you got a have you got a bounce? Yeah, I got to go soon. Got to do the kid thing. Yeah, I'm already missing pickups. The two fifty, so I'm not gonna get there. Uh, I've enjoyed you. Mate, I honestly like it's funny how long it's been in the works for, and to finally get it done, I'll be watching it probably smiling the whole time. Like that's that's what I thought it was gonna be like. But no, it's cool. I really appreciate you having me. I was the same before. Like you're doing it the right way, and it's awesome to see. I'm sure a lot of other people look up to you. Um, it's a good platform to see like how to get it done. No, I appreciate yeah. that. And uh, I've said it before as well, but massive fan of... I don't Let's like go. AFL at all. I don't uh, watch... AFL sucks, man. Don't, don't watch it. it. But, no, I, 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 hey, I want to come watch a game. I'll get you tickets. It's all, man, tickets are easy. When when does we the season start? We started in March. Start? We started in March. Oh, I asked, I, that's when did you finish? We started. We finished in September. Oh, I should have gone then. You should have, yeah. That's a big game. I probably wouldn't have got your tickets then. Like, that was like the finals. Oh, I know someone though. Oh, yeah. You know me? Yeah. And Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's going to pay for the tickets. So, no, Sammy just... I'm not getting Sammy tickets. He'll get... He He's going to pay for them. Does he, know, does he know everyone? Yeah. He'll get tickets to anything. Yeah, you well, want to go to Canelo Plant? Done. <laughs> yeah, quick flight. Who's going to fly us? Have you been to any big fights? Nah, man. They're always like in the time... Like they're always like December or May or like, you know, Cinco de Mayo. Like those big fights I want to watch. Like yeah. or Floyd's always in season. Yeah. He's never in like September to fucking December. Dude, I've been in Vegas for... And can you even get a ticket if you're there? Oh, I've never even tried, man. Yeah. I actually regret that about living there. Like, I, I never went to any football games. I just never did any of the cliche What'd shit. What'd you do? Well, fucking worked. Yeah. I worked and then just chased girls Gambled. like a dickhead. <laughs> but, That's yeah. not been a dickhead. That's just living the dream. Yeah, true. Especially uh, in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God, you're Aussie. Oh, man. Every time we went over there, it was like, what sport do you guys play? Like, oh, they don't look at football. But like, oh, it's kind of like rugby and soccer. Oh, you play Aussie rules. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was, like, I, was like, <laughs> I was like yeah he's like oh you guys are so tall I'm like mm. yeah well yeah whatever happens. got that long uh, <laughs> long personality uh, but yeah I was I was in Vegas for um, like Manny and Floyd oh uh, like I was what that same weekend nah, I'm, I'm off here. Vegas Supercross was always oh that was the 5th of May yeah I'm that was always the 5th of May weekend yeah. yeah they always fought that weekend yeah so I was always in Vegas for Supercross so I never got to see any of that shit and I always just thought I'd be there for way longer than but I was but it'd be like does motocross a night or daytime Nighttime. Oh. Yeah. Because it was super cross, like in the stadiums and shit. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't miss that for the world if I was in Vegas. I was like, fuck, super cross. I'd like hire one guy to go do it. But I guess that's your job. Yeah, never went to never went to a UFC fight. Never. And that's your like bread and butter. I love that shit. Yeah. Just never did it. Yeah. Oh. All right, well, Mitch Robinson. Thank Let's you. Go. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Shout out Gypsy Podcast. Thanks for uh, doing the bike test with us the other day. Stay yeah. tuned for the vlog. Yes. Stay, stay Fuck, tuned. I forgot about that. Yeah, doing the vlog for you, mate. And yeah. um, Who's editing it for us? Uh, Rones. <laughs> if you can get it done ASAP, mate, the fans are waiting. <laughs> promise them the world and nothing's coming. He's not a fan of overtime. No. So, uh, maybe, maybe someone's going to pay him more overtime. Yeah, true. These young kids these days. I remember back in my day, mate, I get paid a fucking dollar. Oh, and I, I used to walk 14 miles to get there. Yeah, I was no, just, you didn't. I used to, I used you to walk, walk shit, dad. Talking shit. <laughs> I used to walk 12Ks uphill both <laughs> yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, And I had all my tools on my back. <laughs> okay, mate. Yeah, good one, dad. No wonder uh, you fucking. Mitch Robbo. We'll see you soon. Nah, thanks for having me, boys. See you. Fucking legend. That's actually a really good chat. That was fun, mate.